Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe. You can follow us on Instagram at J-R-E-E Podcast. You can send us an email at jreepodcast at gmail.com. And if you feel like supporting the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash J-R-E-E Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. Hey, gang, if you are in Ottawa, be sure to check out our sponsor for this podcast, Ward 14. Ward 14 is Ottawa's first and only consignment bar. That's right. Everything inside the bar is for sale. The bar stools, the bar tops, the board games, the fish. I don't know about the fish, but everything pretty much is for sale in this bar. They have a lovely food menu. They have uh, great specialty drinks. The staff are awesome. Uh, It's a quaint little place. If you're looking for a place to go in Ottawa, it's in the heart of Ottawa's Little Italy. Check them out. Ward 14, 139 Preston, right beside the fire station. Uh, Ward 14, sweet little consignment bar. Check them out if you are in Ottawa. Thanks so much. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Lowe. It was like some trippy alien type music for you, Simon. I think he approves. He approves. All right. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. Uh, I am Matt Floyd, joined, as always, by Kamar. Hey, guys. And Simon. Hello. Uh, If it's your first time joining us, uh, welcome. We're happy to have you. And uh, the format's very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. Uh, we're going to rate the week. We're going to rate each episode based on Jamie Vernon's, and then uh, we're going to discuss them. Kamar, how was your week? I had a great week. Great week, man. Thanks great for weeks. Great weeks. <laughs> I think I did too much this weekend. Turned into a Quebecer, too. I had great weeks. I did, SD. Hey, our hearts go out to all the Quebecers out there experiencing a flood right now. You have our full support <laughs> drying up. Sure. There are floods in Quebec? As we speak, yeah. Well, the aren't the prairies going to flood, too? Isn't the Red River going to flood again? I don't know. That's, I just worry about locally. Okay. Simon, how's your week? It's very good, Matt. Thank you. Excellent. Excellent. Another weird Joe Rogan week. It was, it was a bit Very odd. interesting. Only comedians. Wow. Would you consider Russell Brand a comedian? Well, I'd consider him more a comedian than a philosopher. Let's put it that way. And the guy I would in- an actor first, I guess. <laughs> anyway. The guy in the middle isn't much of a comedian. Adam Corver. Oh, that was the best episode of the week. <laughs> we have lots to discuss then, if that's what you thought. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely a weird week. It's been a weird couple of weeks, that's for sure. I honestly, like, I I thought it was going to be another two-person week until they snuck Russell Brand in there. I really was like, oh, man, it's going to be a tough one for us. Uh, I guess we'll start with rating the week. Kamar, we'll start with you. How many Jamie Vernons do you give the week? I'm giving it a four Jamie's because of one point in one podcast that I thought was huge. So you're throwing the rating system out the window. Out the window. Awesome. Simon, how many Jamie's do you give? I'm going to give it two. Two Jamie's. And not because of one moment in one podcast. It was all the moments in all the podcasts. So a true rating system is what you're... Exactly. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to have to concur with Simon. Couldn't possibly go higher than a two. 
which we'll get into, obviously. I mean, Tom Papa, just for me, too soon. He's, last- he's been on like four times in the past two years. Yeah. And like, I didn't feel like he was pushing anything. He, he he's This is the thing. It's Tom Papa's not like political at all. He's not, you know what I mean? He doesn't have to take like a stance on anything. He's just there to yuck it up. And he just cries when Tiger Woods wins. Just too soon for me. That's all. Yeah. The, the most interesting thing he talks about is making bread. And they talked about that three podcasts ago. That's good for you, Simon, because he could keep you alive for the month. Eating bread, yeah. But <laughs> but through this podcast, I'm going to just jump right to it. Came the most interesting Joe origin story I've ever heard in my life. Which one? His acquisition of his agent. Oh, yeah, yeah. Getting him in, uh, how, yeah. It was, it was remarkable. You gave the week a four and based they, on that? Well, it's everything, don't you think? No. No. I, like, I, I mean, it was a good story, I guess, but... The fact that he had a new joke and he just happened to ask to go in. Listen, what if that doesn't happen? I thought it was. We might not be here, boys. I thought it was a. Well, we're here no matter what. We're not doing this. We are here on this planet. I love that Kamar thinks that my parents don't fuck if Joe doesn't get this gig. (laughs) He meant the podcast. I get it. It's quite possible. I mean, I, I wanted to bury the lead a bit, but there. That's the only good thing that. But that was a super interesting story. It was good. It was a good story. And the fact that he asked to go in and had he known the guy was there, he might've been psyched out like so many facts. It was such a good story that I might've changed my rating from a two to a 2.5, Just but to jump all the way to a four. I, I thought it was poignant in like everything. Just like the way they uh, skipped over the fact that the guy, uh, Michael Yo was on fear factor and I was coming around and no big deal. I was like, this is huge. Like this is. I just feel like he had. I just feel like in in 1,300 podcasts, we've heard that before. Like when I heard it, I maybe it just I didn't jump out at me. I like don't think did. we've ever heard that oh, story okay. before. The limo. I just was driving limo. I got a new bit about uh, driving the limo, and I called up the club, and I was lucky to get on. Like it just seemed like quite an amazing story, which gets skimmed over. I mean, to Joe, and now it's just part of his lore he doesn't see it as like without this i'd be nothing but that's how i saw it mm-hmm. yeah no i mean now that you say that i guess that makes sense i didn't look at it that and it way. came out through tom papa and i guess i still look at it like joe probably would have found success regardless just because of his work ethic and not his acting maybe not acting but i don't know i just it didn't jump out to me like it did to you Kamar, i guess that's all i'm saying clearly uh but let's start with uh mr papa <laughs> so uh 1281 Thomas Papa Thomas <laughs> Thomas Papa Is that a joint? Yeah, I'll take that. Give me a I second. never do this, but I um skipped all the fitness. The first whatever 22 minutes of the podcast. Why? Cuz I just I like I can't I just can't listen to can't everybody talk about their individual fitness regimens every time they come on the Joe Rogan show. I'm sorry. And what just, he's saying he's doing is really sad compared to a lot of the other guys. Like he's yeah, just I mean, trying it, to get out it, there. It, it's off. great. No, but good for him. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. But it doesn't warrant conversation. It's, I'm working out now. Good for you. We're moving on. But to break down Tom Papa's procedure on how, like, whatever. But I think that goes more into what I was saying about too soon. Like, if you don't have some girth to what you're talking about, there's no controversy in your life. You're not selling something. You don't have a special out. Yeah. Yeah. No, but they're I, filling time. I, if he's up there talking about his, right. his bullshit fitness regimen. I think, too, that, like, you know, if you're David Goggins and you want to talk about 
your new fitness regime. Okay, well, I don't like it, but we're going to listen. And there's good, there's serious results. I don't know if there's serious results. Tom, well, it's not no. like he's a shredded individual now because of this regime he's under. No. But I, that being said, I like what Tom Pop is doing because he's just eating bread and butter and then jogging it off. I can I can deal with that, you know? But again, I don't need to hear about how many push-ups he's doing or whatever. I just... Anyways, suffice to say, I just, you know, did a little uh, skip ahead. You know what? Before, since we're skipping ahead, before we do anything. <laughs> since Simon's skipping yeah, ahead. Yeah, since Simon's skipping ahead. Uh, and we won't spend long on this, Kamar, I promise. It's not religion. I just want to touch on one thing really quickly. Uh, Shab on the, the MMA, because um, we don't talk about the MMAs. That was a great episode. And- well, I- Sorry. No, no, go ahead. I wanted to talk about Juarez Malvadez because his well, podcast. You can was bring amazing. that all of that up on the post show. Yeah. Well, no, we might have time with only three guests. Go, I go, always say that. In go, the, go ahead. I just really quickly wanted to say, Shab, uh, and if you don't like the UFC or don't watch UFC, just skip ahead a few minutes. Um, Shab was talking about how uh, the UFC can't pay fighters well because it, it it goes against their business model. Did you listen to that part? Did nope. you listen to the episode? No. Just bits and pieces. Okay. Well, really quickly, I just thought it was brilliant because he was like, they can't pay people well because you and i have this conversation every ufc about how we're like look at these battles they're going into how are they making like a hundred grand they should be making exponentially more shaw brought up the point that he was like if they if everyone was making a million dollars a fight no one ever fights because they're just too comfortable they have too much money look at conor mcgregor he made a hundred million dollars we've seen we haven't seen we've seen him fight once since there just wouldn't be that same hunger and that's it he was like you need them to be broke or not broke but like maybe jorge malvadez is the exception though he's he's an interesting is that the same argument for college sports then no i don't make that that, no well we can get into that later because they do talk about it we will but i just quickly wanted to say i thought Mm -hmm. when shab said that i was like fuck i never thought of that and it is a really good way to keep everyone hungry and keep them that makes sense they could still significantly raise the pay that some of these fighters are getting just, and it wouldn't fuck with their hunger and let them be comfortable let them start a new business let them get out of fighting there's so many people coming mm-hmm. up that want to fight like i, I don't i don't well but here's my thing that. i don't know as much. here's my thing kamar i agree with you there's always so many up-and-comers that want to fight but the ufc is they make their bread and butter off stars off big names fighting you know we watch we watch the prelims and we might see a great fight with two no names and we'll be like oh sick we'll start you know like oh I'm a fan of that guy's now but we're there to see Tony Ferguson fight could be we're there to, you know what I mean like that's why we're tuning in but I think that's changing because the ESPN I think it was more under the pay per view model that they had to create the hype had to get the subscriptions where now it's always on like I don't know who any of these guys are. And then you guys will be like, well, that guy, he's a legend or whatever. But I mean, it's entertaining just because it's on and I don't have to seek it out. Yeah. Even the preliminary round. But even then, Kamar, I think you're also there more to hang out with us than to watch the fights. Don't flatter yourself at all. (laughs) I have a smaller television. Can I just point out that bread and butter is equated to good things it's the, that's their bread and it's butter the it's thing. what this it's is unreal. what they do this well is i mean that is crazy now, if you want to save that something for the crazy. post show i mean that that's a valid point. oh fuck that just came to me as he said it i never man. thought about i was that. like bread and butter you said bread and butter oh so you didn't even think listen of that. no okay. no no he all said the it's, it's the ufc's bread and butter and i thought <laughs> the ufc's bread and butter it's bread, how they make all their bread money and butter bread and butter money it's amazing wow wow 
oh, this is huge. This is huge. Yeah, great callback. For anyone who has never listened before, you have no idea what we're talking about. Well, go back to last episode. And I'm sure. Which is now up on Spotify. Tom Papa has a bit about bread and butter. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm going to have to look into that. I just, okay, fine. I I think the bread and butter thing, I saw it, yeah. I think the bread and butter thing was pre-pizza. Anyway, let's actually get into the shit should we not yeah, I, no, I nobody us. says that's the well, combination we, we were into- <laughs> no, good. that's the orlean special <clears throat> well they're not saying that's the ufc's peanut butter and jelly no one none of us chose peanut butter and jelly yeah get out of here I don't they're not that. saying that's their pizza i'm more a jam guy that's their bacon bacon and eggs peanut butter and oh, toast was a way eggs. better bacon choice it's been around for years it's the bacon and eggs, baby. It's the bacon and eggs. Was it good? USA. It was bacon and eggs. Bacon and eggs, baby. No, you're right. I think bread, bread and butter is what you need to get by. That's all yeah. it is. Not necessarily a good thing. There you go, Kamar. I'm with that. All right, let's actually get into this fucking thing because we always tend to go over when there's... Now, in the uh, athletic session, did they also, Joe, try to bring up uh, Julian Assange with Tom Papa? Wait, that's like, my first note. Yeah, 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 they brought him up. Way to Carry go, Kamar. Carry on, thank no, you. No, that was just going to be it. Is Julian Assange, let's talk about it. Let's talk He's about in it. the news, and now we have a reason to discuss, so... Well, no, so first of all, I wanted... Because I 15 episodes ago, I was like, yeah, he's a piece of shit, and then you guys were like, why? And I was like... Uh, I don't remember. I just read a bunch of stuff. Uh, yeah, he's accused of like rape. Um, no, no, he's it's sex not. Without it's, a condom. Yeah, it's it's uh, oh, surprise it? okay. sex. Oh yeah, that, that was. He had oh, sex. The su- the, listen, that is the most trumped up bullshit so fucking charge I've ever heard ever. First of all, I've been guilty of surprise sex so many times in my life. <laughs> is it surprise sex if they're actually asleep? Time that. <laughs> no, but the point was he he didn't want to turn himself in for that. Because then the, the Americans would just scoop them. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. He wasn't like he was like uh, uh, I, I. He was like trying to hide it. Did you see what happened to him though? So that well, no, hold on. Let's talk about. Let's just get to why they threw him out. Because that's the bread and butter because of the story. He was dirty and had a lot of cats and was skateboarding around the embassy. Incredible. But if you're there for seven years, of course, you're going to get comfortable too. And you're also going to lose your mind. He looked yeah. like Howard Hughes. Yeah. yeah with, no, the finger with the fingernails. The totally. Here's the weird thing totally. though. Like, why don't you just skateboard out in the fucking, they obviously have some sort of roundabout out front. The rooftop. Rooftop. Pairs. I think he probably was. I think he was just probably also super bored and was fucking tooling around he the embassy. He had, in essence, imprisoned himself. Let's also, for sure, he's got that toxoplasmicity thing that Joe's always talking about. Well, what about. do you mean? Sorry, Kamara, just. So you're not throwing out random statements. What do you mean he imprisoned, he imprisoned himself, himself in that embassy? He was free from what he's facing now, but it's, at first it's freedom. But is it having to stay in the building for seven years? Well, it's that or prison. I know. At well, least here he had a modicum of freedom. Well, he, he could have. He pr- could still decide he, his own schedule when he woke up in the what morning. What if he could have gone to prison and got out by now? No, he wouldn't be out. Well, he was being tried as a as an enemy of the state. He was going to be killed. Yeah, it's like treason. Well, have to prove it. Listen, what's the old uh, what's the old Plato thing? It doesn't matter if you're. Well, I'm. I'm. It's a rap lyric too, but I know it's an old Plato thing. It doesn't matter if your chain's ten feet or a hundred feet. You're still bound by chains. So, like Julian Assange was in prison. Thank you. He just wasn't in a in a federal prison behind 
quote unquote bars. Okay. There, I, there is a huge difference between waking sure. up every morning at prison. six o'clock or five thirty when the guards come and bang on your doors. I get it. And then you go down and you're eating uh, gruel. breakfast gruel, <laughs> gruel in the uh, in the cafeteria, worrying about some guy shanking you, and then you're taking a shower, worried about some guy sticking something up your ass. Like this guy got to wake up in the morning at any time he wanted, have a bowl of Fruit Loops, watch some cartoons. Maybe if he was lucky, smoke a do like yeah, that's good for a month it's shitty okay I, i'm not saying it's not bad it's just not prison and it certainly it, isn't death. it is prison it, okay i'm it sorry it certainly Simon. isn't death it's seven oh, years i don't think he's gonna die who knows what's gonna happen but i would take that a hundred times over than a real prison we're getting lost in well, little well, details no, here, I, I well no there's a detail i'd like to point out the prison you described is like fulsome maximum security, which he might end up in. You never know. We don't know where he'll Rikers end up. Rikers Island. Yeah, you're describing the worst of the worst. Like, well, he's going to Guantanamo Bay, so I, I, I don't. Well, there think in so. Guantanamo Bay, no one's raping him up the ass except the guards, because I don't think they see anyone. There's no fucking. What they're charging with? Is WikiLeaks got hacked. Yeah, that's by what happened. Somebody else. Yeah, and released stuff that they had released that was redacted. Appa- uh, alleg- no, no, they had allegedly they hadn't redacted it yet. They uh, had they were going to release a redacted. They release it yeah, they were going to release a redacted version. But they so, got hacked. I mean, I know they can just throw the book at him, but he may have a case, and he's got uh, Pamela Anderson on the side. Yeah, she was visiting him for conjugal he's visits. A, was so, she? Yeah. So again, Fox. again, well, like you you're not getting that in That's prison. That's not prison. I would like to go to prison if Pamela <laughs> would come to me. I thought they were just friends. Can't believe he had sex with her. Well, look I, again, I don't know that for a fact, Kamar. Oh, I, that's just oh. what I heard. You said it with confidence. No, well, what, as what, much confidence as I can muster. What, like, what's fugazi about this is the media is like this Julian Assange guy. When they are so ride or die for a member of the media, and he is a reporter yeah, as anyone else it's is. It's very interesting. And that's where I want you to disagree with me, that he's a, he is a journalist just like any of those other horrible journalists are journalists. Yeah, and and let's not forget too. Like he's, you know, he's however old now. You'll do the math, but he was twenty six when he made these decisions. You know, he, he was just a young guy. He, he should be, he should be the left's hero of the like, hero. Absolutely, hero Kamar. I like I agree with Joe. They talk about it again in the um, third Adam. comedian there, but um, Russell Brand. That's correct. I and his, about, oh, okay. his total. But le- we don't use that word. We just call him Russell. Because brand is a disgusting word. His total... Um, <laughs> Just nothing from Kamara. His total... No, I'm trying to hold my yeah. thought. You know sorry, how it is. Sorry, sorry, His total lack of support from the press says something to me. I don't know what it says, but it's like... It says that they're willing to eat their own, and you already know this. The only way... I don't see it that way. The only way I think this, he was always looked at as a sieve and a parasite in their circle. In and their, that's yeah, wrong. That's, that's so probably true, It makes them um, suspect. But again, like, uh, what year did he go away? Well, twenty seven years ago. Would it be twenty twelve? I'm just, I'm just wondering how, like, how big was the internet at that point? Well, WikiLeaks has been a lot of things. Well, look at Edward Snowden. It's the same shit. He's stuck in Russia. He's never going back. Well, he's They'll fucking fry his. Ass. It's a little different in Russia, though. I mean, I don't think he's stuck in an Julian embassy. had to get to Russia. He's I understand, but I'm just Russia, saying yeah. he's <laughs> free in Russia, like. Well, he's buddies with fucking Putin, so I imagine he's living the he's fucking a good high friend life, to have. man. Either way, it's just crazy. It, it seems a bit crazy that you could expose a government secret 
and then uh, him and him and Putin are driving around and fucking and be taking joyrides and UFOs. Be painted as a villain. No, I agree, Kamar. It seems it the seems only way we, the only way we come out of this a plus if he goes down and then Trump partisan. Be like, what I don't understand, and maybe you can explain this to me, is so why did the why did they agree to oust him if? They know the Americans are going to kill him and can't take him back anyways. Ecuador? Yeah. No, Ecuador. They're fucking sick Equ- of them, Ecuador had just had enough. No, no, but Ecuador made guy. a deal with the states that said, and I may be wrong on no, this, Ecuador, but they had Ecuador, no Ecuador, deal with the Ecuador states. cannot make they all they no can, deal with the states. They can't make a deal with the states. All they can do is release him into the public in London. And then the the Oh no, no, sorry, it's the Brits. Yeah, yes. the UK. The Brits have a deal with the US that they will not send him back to be killed. So he's now just going to stay in a British prison? Probably. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. Because the, the Brits have some policy where they won't. Yeah, they won't extradite if someone to their death. To their death. But, which is a good, probably a good policy. But is the death penalty on the table for him? I'd have if, it's to tre- it is, if it's it treason, is, it's, it's, if it's, it's treason, tre- it's the it it's is, death. It is treason. Yeah. And it is death. I, I mean, he is a reason to fucking shenagle as much as he can. One man fighting the U.S. government. No, I'm just confused as to why this all, like I get, okay, fine. It all happens because Ecuador just doesn't want him anymore. Yeah. And these are the dominoes that fall from that. Okay. Fair enough. He should have cleaned up after his cat, maybe. His cats? He'll be fucking family. I think he had 12 cats. I think he also was like, I think he he was done with it. He was done, of course. He was like, I'm not, I can't leave, but if I get them to throw me out. Well, they dragged him out. He's not. Like he, he, he he's not he going to act out. like an yeah. asshole if he needs the sanctuary, right? He figured I'm going to go somewhere else now and be in just as much of a prison. No, I think in air a, quotes as I think he's he is a pompous now. dick, and he could have just he could live there for the rest of his life. That's no. crazy. Well, there's that's two things. Crazy. First he'd of all, playing with, he'd be playing with his life. I think he likes playing the martyr. I think that's a big part of his personality. The other thing is, um, I, I I don't know. I just think now he gets some due process at least. Like he literally would have what rotted away in an Ecuadorian prison forever. Now he at least gets to get stop saying prison embassy. It's an embassy. If you are a fucking diplomat there, if you can't leave because you're a political you prisoner, walk it's outside. a fucking prison. Yeah, it's right not in, an Ecuadorian let us know prison, on, though. Let us like know an Ecuadorian on prison, I fine, imagine is fine. substantially worse than the high that. Life. Absolutely. Listen, if you've been to prison or you're in prison, listen to this somehow. I apologize. I realize that being in a fucking Ecuadorian um, embassy in the UK is much better than what you are living. However, I still stand by that it is a prison in its own way. That's it. Keep in mind, too, that what was the other thing they said? He was stealing their Wi-Fi. He didn't even have (laughs) (laughs) Wi-Fi. And there was some bogus story about him, too, in the that happened a couple weeks ago misquoting him or something I think that might have been the catalyst too who knows though I just I think it's crazy that five years from now I could go to jail for secret sex that I don't even remember having well don't don't give out any government secrets but that's my <laughs> first tip to you I can't remember who it was but someone was talking about doing a set of the improv saying they did all right and they're like I don't know maybe it was the crowd or something and then Tom Papa got up and just destroyed that's the one thing that's got to be realized about Tom Papa. Like, he's a killer comic. I've seen him live. And he's super clean. Like, yeah. It's just an interesting, like, have you seen him ever? I think he's very funny. 
his comedy or no i yeah, like yeah. i find his comedy very funny and it and doesn't I'm not, necessarily translate to the guy he is you know what i mean like yeah well, but we've, we've I had like, that conversation whoa, about yeah yeah sorry i like tom papa i like him a lot yeah. i'm just oh, with no. matt i think he's been on rogan too many times in the past little while so there's nothing new to talk about i don't find him to be an interesting enough person in his day-to-day to justify coming on Two times in six months. Right. Yeah, so when he talked about bread, when he had something new to give sure. us, it was interesting. They just shot the shit. But. Like, even if I even if I <laughs> was like, I think Joey Diaz, half his stories are fugazi. Even if I thought that, it's still it, I'd still rather him come on four times a year than Tom Papa twice. Yeah, like, I'd rather see Ari four times yeah, than Papa. 100%. Yeah, 100%. And sure. you'd probably want to see Chappelle before you see Tom Papa again. No, no, fuck Chappelle. I'm done with that. Yes, of course. Oh my God, you had me there. I was about to leave. I was like, legit, I'm going to have to fucking get out of my basement. I quit. How many times can you quit a podcast <laughs> in one episode? Uh, if For what he's getting paid, as much as he wants. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I truly think Chappelle might go on. I don't know why. I know it's a pipe dream. He's mentioned every episode, so chances are. Save it for... Um, you know what? You just brought up a great fucking point. He has been mentioning him... Like almost every episode recently, hasn't yeah, I he? I thought it was a great point too, man. You like when I say that, I know. Save it for Russell Brand because we will need it okay, to fill sorry. the space. Mm-hmm. Uh, move on to your next Tom Papa mm-hmm. topic there. Uh, okay, so... Don't make it uh, bread. No, no, <laughs> there is no bread. So Jamie, at one point they're talking about the technology that's going to come out, the next whatever, be it... Uh, Neuralink. Thanks, yeah, Neuralink, yeah. whatever it is. And Jamie was saying how he, he interjected, which he very rarely does. So mm-hmm. excited. Yeah, it's got to be something good. But he was saying that he had some like um, conspiracy-ish theory about, I guess, it's only going to be the rich people who have access to this, and then they're going to decide who is able to have this product and who isn't. So... It only makes sense if everybody gets it, which I mean, works. But Joe disagreed. They, in, in my model, everybody they gets argued. It. it just happened so fast. You got to realize Jamie's really stoned, eh? Yeah, no, but I mean, he has a point. That could be totally how it worked. If they just well, kept the price starts. so high, that's how everything starts. I like that you think Jamie being high, like we're not equally fucking high or higher than Jamie, and we do this podcast. Just wait until the fucking moon debate. Yeah. I don't put any credibility into anything I say. <laughs> Good. But basically he was talking about uh, the beginning of a tech apocalypse. And it yeah. just endeared me a little more to Jamie. Well, didn't, there, right? didn't they say in the Russell Brand episode, not to jump ahead, that they are making those things from fucking Black Mirror? Those... Russell, whose name we shall not mention. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, I hate to jump ahead. What's your next point? It was from the... Um, Black Mirror. Yeah, what's that episode called? I forget, but it's the one that's black and white. Metal, those... Metalhead. That's it, yeah. But they exist. They don't have to make them. Yeah, again, save it for Russell because we'll yeah, need yeah, it yeah, to yeah, fill yeah, this yeah, space. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, j- great um, quote from Joe. Great Joe quote. Uh, he's talking about running into genius, like when, you know, how now you'll run into more geniuses. Mm-hmm. Smarter people. But because of the internet and things like that. He said, it's like running into Jesus while you're out on a hike, which I thought was great. Save it for our last guest. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't hate Russell Brand as much as you guys. <clears throat> I don't hate Russell Brand as much as most people. I don't really understand the hate personally, but we'll get to we'll that. We'll get obviously. there. Um, 
You want to talk about Banya a little bit, and I don't mean the guy from Seinfeld. Kenny Banya? Yeah. Who uh, I met in Hawaii. Did you really? Yeah, there's a photo of me and him on the fridge upstairs. That's hilarious. And everyone was like... Did you say a quote from Seinfeld? Of course. Of course. I went, gold, Jerry. Yeah. I whispered, but the best is everyone was like, who's that guy you're taking a photo with? And I was like, you guys are fucking idiots. I was like, it's Kenny Banya. And then, of course, everyone looked at me like, we're supposed to know who Kenny Banya is. Of course, is. you yeah. didn't know his real name. No, did. God, no. What are you, nuts? <laughs> hey, Kenny. <Yeah. laughs> wow. What do you want to talk about Banya, though? Well, Banya is that Russian sauna thing that he did, yeah. which just sounds fucking horrible. I love saunas, mm-hmm. but they're already so hot. Like, to me, it's already so grueling just to be in a normal sauna. This is way hotter than normal sauna you're on the second level which makes it significantly hotter and then they're slapping your back with sticks that somehow are heated and then retain heat but he didn't say it hurt uh he said it was really hot hot but it was my fear was like being lashed oh i'm not yeah i that's not what i was worried about i I was worried about the tremendous heat and how I even feel sometimes in the normal sauna where I have to like go low down to the floor to try and get as much air as possible. Simon, so at Nordique, they do this thing every two hours called the Oofgus. Oh, the Oofgus. Yes, the Oofgus. <laughs> anyway, what it is, is it's, uh, it's in a sauna. They play like relaxing music and then they bring in like three giant snowballs, probably this big. I know it doesn't work for anyone listening, but about the size of a head. And the snowballs are infused with like eucalyptus or lemon or whatever. And they put them on the coals. And then this chick or guy, usually a chick, walks around the room spinning a wet towel. And you'd think in your head like, well, what the fuck does that do? It intensifies this fucking sauna. Like I usually can't make it. Yeah, the, it makes it like sauna it slash a, sla- a sauna slash. Um, what's the other one there? The shower. Uh a schwitz? No, 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 no. That's a sauna. What? Uh, it's a fuck. I'm, I'm, my brother does them all the time. Uh, steam shower. Sure. It's like a cross between the two of them, and I would hate that. This I, is the most intense. Because again, shit ever. it's like adding it's so hot. thickness to the air. It is so. And I find hot. the air already in the sauna very thick and like claustrophobic. But know? it is the laziest way to be healthy. Oh, agreed. That's why I want one. Oh, I want a sauna for sure. Mary's talking about getting one, so we might have one soon. Might throw one out in the back shed. Nice. Or in the basement. We haven't decided. Sauna would be fucking great. No, Imagine I, every morning I'd waking up. Love to up. try that. Be a great way to start your day every day. Do you have a sauna on my land? It'll add 30 years onto your life. Oh, oh, hopefully I don't want that. Well, I, then don't get this on it. <laughs> I just want to feel better now. But it's well, just it's, stressing out your body. It'll help you now. I'd rather do it hot than cold because you can do it cold. That's good for your body too. But <laughs> It doesn't reduce swelling in the same way though. Yeah, it must help a bit. Well, it definitely helps. But even then, Kamar, in the fucking dead of winter, it's the best. You get in the sauna, you go outside for fucking 30 seconds. Ooh. My brother said he, nice. he did that this weekend. At our cottage, and uh, he said the water was too cold. They went in, but it was like, it was fucked. Yeah, but you got to hop out right away. I'm not saying you swim around. Fuck Oh, that. no, no, no. Fuck <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, no, dude, fuck that. You know what was funny? up, man. Sorry. You know what was funny? Just going back for a second about your amazing story about Joe. Um, was he was talking about Sussman saying, uh, getting a gig for him, and brought him in. It was like, no, you can't play here. It's terrible. And Joe's like, no, 
I'm definitely playing here. These are my people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was I thought that was funny. It was all, that was all part and parcel of that story. And uh, if he hadn't come on too many times, maybe that story wouldn't come up. But you guys came and say we've heard it before. I don't know. I didn't want to talk about it again. Sorry, I just thought that. Was funny. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say a couple of things to you guys, and it's weird, and you just tell me why this is the case, okay? We love butterflies, but we hate moths. We love squirrels, but we hate rats. Okay, I, I don't love squirrels. Yeah, it depends on a squirrel and a rat in the same place where I don't want no, it to be. Nobody has problems me. with squirrels. Like, we see a squirrel, we walk outside, and a squirrel will run by you and up a tree, and you don't bat an eye. But if you ran outside, or if you walked outside, rather, and a rat ran in front of you, you would lose your fucking mind. Definitely I don't know about lose my mind. Lose <laughs> your mind. Simon, I lived in New York. I saw rats every day. Okay, sorry. Let me rephrase that. I... Okay, fine. Would lose my mind. Did and butterflies are colorful. For the shovel? Moths are very cool too, man. So you're telling me just because of the lack of color? Have you ever seen a giant like moth? Them? They're yeah, disgusting. They're amazing. I saw one the size of my head. They're very cool. It was disgusting. Like that death's head moth from uh, Silence of the Lambs. Have you ever so. seen a sweater for the moths? Get at it. It's over. Yeah, of course. But so I mean, have you ever seen a sweater? For they moths? are. Get they are it. basically the same thing. But exactly like Matt said, except my butterflies color. fuck up sweaters. He makes a good point. Butterflies never fuck up. Well, I'm sure closet. butterflies do other shit. And you just don't know about it because they're so pretty. If you really like a sweater, no, I'm just joking. I j- it's just an interesting, you know. Yeah, no, no, moths, moths come out at night to the light. That's butterflies right. don't do that. No, that's another reason. That's they, a problem. They're nocturnal, and they're then they kind vampiro. of a, they kind of attack you. Because they're trying to get to the light, yep. and they just run into you, and that's they're gross. just a little more annoying. And hit them. butterflies are majestic. But a Beautiful. squirrel is just a rat with a bushy tail. No, but also think about it. No, now that it's I think, a chipmunk. With now that you tail. mentioned that, no one's ever uh, no, no one's ever taken a photo of a moth, other than to be like, look at this moth, as in like you know whatever, like for National Geographic purposes. But everyone, if you see a butterfly and a sunny day fluttering through a field you only see a one a sunny that's day. what i'm saying that's is it. yeah a butterfly remind a butterfly night, reminds night. you of a good time you're like oh it's lovely out. there's it's a, a butterfly. raison d'etre yeah and a what's with the french that's two episodes in a row are you we are bilingual show. holy fuck hola <laughs> oh we're trilingual <laughs> donk is shame um they talked about raccoons for a little while which i won't bore well, you with. raccoon i get a heaps but, i have a raccoon tattoo that's true. One of the raccoons? Have you? I have a raccoon hey, tattoo. Of the three no, not those raccoons. Oh, I love no. those raccoons. <laughs> have you better. ever seen the video of that raccoon who goes up to the it's cat's my favorite thing dish? ever. Yeah, in the... in the. You haven't seen it, Kamar? It's horrifying. It's the best thing and ever. And then takes with his with little his hands, fucking his human hands, hands and runs away <laughs> on two feet. It's my it's favorite insane. video ever. Him running away on two feet, I could watch that a yeah, million sure. times. What would you oh, You're forgetting see? too, though, the approach because he walks up kind of apprehensive yeah, yeah. and then the cats are like, what the fuck is this thing doing? And he just kind of walks up and is like, you guys don't mind if I just, oh, thanks later. What would you rather see in your kitchen, a raccoon or a rat? A raccoon. A raccoon, a thousand percent. Oh, God. <laughs> no, Fanny. I mean, I wouldn't like either of them in my kitchen, but oh, like at would. the cottage, you know, we've had a raccoon in the house, let's say. Yeah, let's see. Yeah. And I t- we took care of it. You can just shush it away with a broom. If we had a rat in the house, I would never go back. You'd sell the, sell the, sell the whole place. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. We had a rat in our house like when I was a kid and I remember waking up in the middle of the night to my mom fucking losing it and my stepdad beat that fucking thing to death. 
Oh, there was just one rat? Yeah, it was just one. <laughs> That's what you applied the whole time. Where there's one rat, there's more than there's one so rat. So many rats. Yeah, okay. That, I see where you come from now. No, we live by the river. Hey, so there was... you have seen that um, New York documentary, yeah, of course. yes? That's different. That's Because that is some of the fucking scariest shit ever. I haven't been to New York That's since nature, I've baby. seen that doc. <laughs> and I don't nature. know if I can ever go back. Simon, when I lived there, I would see... I remember one night walking through Soho and seeing what I could have swore was like a stray dog. And as I got closer, I was like, oh, rat, rat, rat. And, and then it scurried away across. Like, it was that fucking big, dude. They, the rats in New York are obscene. We, uh, I saw a rat downtown here, like behind, um, that's that fucking a, joint. Sto- a store in the market. And, um, it must have, I don't know, been bloated because of death or something. Again, I'm not a <laughs> rat doctor, but it was so fucking big, man. It was so big that a cat could have ridden on its back. Tell you about it. See, yeah, rats can get fucking huge. big. They're yeah. disgusting. Anyway, they, they disgust me. But um, <laughs> the the average rat in New York City is two pounds. The average rat in New York City is two pounds. That means there are some one pound rats and some three pound rats and some you know four pound rat like. Did you see the videos when uh, the hurricane hit New York and like all the subways were flooded and shit? There oh, was I can only rats fucking imagine. Fucking everywhere. What if you got down to the apocalypse and you had to eat rats? Yeah, I don't Do you know. You starve to death or bread and butter? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm okay. You, on the other hand, are eating eggs and rat bacon. Um, do you think though that like if all the rats in New York just decided to fucking attack? Like there are more rats in New York than humans. I think they're attacking all the time, man. It's just it's a it's well, a, they're it's attacking the garbage for sure. But they're nocturnal; they don't come out. The Those well, fucking they do. like if you hit a big garbage pile in Toronto on a bad long weekend, you're gonna see some rats. Yeah, well, in New York, they're showing the footage, and like the whole fucking pile is just yeah, rippling. It's, <clears throat> it's just rippling. You know what, though, Kamar, you're right. When I lived in I lived in Toronto, I don't know when I was 19. And the Pope came that year to visit, and this is nuts. It was pri- it was Pride Parade and Canada Day within a week, and there was a garbage strike. So if you drove down Spadina, like Chinatown, the garbage was piled up. Oh yeah, there'd be a. It was piled up like fifteen All feet the high. Stores and stuff. Kamar, it was the smell in Toronto was fucking <laughs> absurd. It was nuts. Yeah, it was really enough. enough. It was f- so foul. Well, here's the best advice that you're ever gonna get. And I learned it in this podcast. Wrap it up. Okay. Wrap it up? That's the best advice anyone could give. Oh, good one. That's not the advice. Yeah. And and this is the type of advice that can raise a podcast from a two to a four. Just throwing that out there. Never eat at a restaurant where they are doing construction in front of. Why? Wow, that was a huge point. Huge. It, like That never occurred to me. And I will, I will never eat Why? in well, a restaurant a block. If they're doing construction in front of a restaurant, yeah, guaranteed they're disrupting all the rats. So they're all heading out of their homes into the kitchen, into the restaurant. That's the idea. I think there's definitely many flaws in that logic, but okay. You just assume that they burrow up through the floor or what's going on? Well, they can fit in the size of a dime. So I don't think they have a hard time getting into places. Even the four-pound rats? 
No, they probably stick behind. They send in the two-pound rats. <laughs> this fucking guy. Just hope you never know. I, uh, I'll i dip it in the bud. I watched a video of dogs eating rats in a British yard Ugh. where they just keep flipping over sod, and the dogs just go crazy and rip apart, and I find it quite satisfying. <laughs> you know? Watching dogs tear rats apart? R- apart. Little dogs. As big as the rats. Yeah, like a, chic- like a Chico? But they're a little more, yeah, yeah, a little, a little more beefier, shredded. But, yeah, yeah, but but they're pretty much they're rat dogs. Have you seen it before? No, I haven't. Oh, we'll watch it after. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Have you seen The Wire? Yeah, yeah. Remember Butchie's dog? Remember the scene where he's like, "I got five dollars on the dog," and then it grabs the rat from the garbage pile. Well, they're ra- they're ratters. A lot of these dogs, yeah. that's what they're made for. So I think before you sell, they the cottage, send them down the holes. You get a snake or on the ships. <laughs> yeah, I Anyways. wish I wish we had video for the looks I'm I don't there. know I don't know if they had this idea on the podcast or if I had this idea while I was listening to the podcast either way it's a terrific idea it's a cartoon movie about a pet rat who escapes in New York and goes to live with the city rats and it's just like his adventures and didn't they already make this no Legend no no, no. I was gonna no, say no that's it's the, the secret of Nim, and it's different. Fivel goes west. It has nothing to do Fievel with. was a mouse. It has nothing to do with city rats. It's rats who are living. They escape from a lab. I'm not saying he just goes and lives with the rats in the city. Who has pet rats? Lots of people. Who's lots of people? Well, I bet you there are. Hey. I bet you in any given. I bet you in Ottawa there are. I don't know, ten thousand pet rats. I'd agree with that number. And Ten thousand. I'm just throwing a number. Rats out there. are very smart, as they say in that video there, too. Wait, there there are lots of pet rats. This is crazy. Rats. Rats. Okay. Let's move on. Chico. But there'll only be one rat. They don't have a fifteen rat like owner. In your house? Like a cat lady. Like a no, rat, rat I mean maybe you do. So yeah, that's Tom Pop in a nutshell. <laughs> um Hold on. Chico. Come here. Fucking dog. Okay, here's a question. Do you think that... Um, Go ahead, don't worry. Do you think that um, you could fight off a raccoon if you had to? Of course. I could, but I don't want to. That? Have you never seen the video of the raccoon attacking the dog and the guy throws it down the stairs? <laughs> Tosses it. Eh? Yeah. Or he kicks it, doesn't he? No, I think he picks it up and oh, throws it? it over like, Either way, like it was, Tomahawk. Either it was very funny. Yeah. Hold on a second. Chico, come here. Jesus. Come here. 41 minutes. Can someone remember that for me? That was brought to you by Perina. <laughs> Get up here. Come here. Go ahead, Simon. What's your next point? Yes, I think I could beat the shit out of a raccoon. Of okay, that's also what I of thought. Course. I don't like Chico, the claws. I'm just, the, yeah, yeah. No, the claws and the teeth. That would be your only problem. Come I, out I think you could, you could probably just punch that Drop motherfucker. a fucking elbow on Do it. you think that you could... F- now, this is serious. A coyote? This, yes. Yeah, a coyote. Yes. Do you think you could One fight single off a coyote? coyote? Yeah. Yeah. With a baseball bat? No, no, no. no, no just, just with you. your bare hands. hands. Yeah. Come on, one like, coyote? Have, life, you, have you ever seen a big one, coyote? But there's no such thing so as then, one, right? So then you're assuming, Matt, that you could probably fight off like a uh, Rottweiler? Totally, no, that's way different. Rot- First of all, a big Rottweiler is much, much bigger than a oh, fucking okay, coyote. Okay, you think you could fight off a um, like a Golden Lab? Mm, yeah, maybe break his leg. Just break his yeah, leg. You that's know. Some, yeah. I mean, I'm not doing it with the vigor Kamara's and the happiness. Put but it in a Kimura. That's that's your move is to break its leg. That's uh, so No, no, he's at a Kimura. Put, get the dog's snout underneath my knee and just 
lean back. Kamar's actually making a lot of sense. If you're really good at jujitsu, as Joe is, you could probably take most animals. You'd have to be vicious if you're going hand to hand. That is certainly not how you would fight the animal. Why do you think it's called a bulldog choke? You just grab that fucker, fucking Ben Askren, that little fucker. That is exactly why it's called a bulldog choke. They categorically have to poke its eyes out. Uh, yeah. So, so what's the next biggest animal up from a coyote? Like uh, that's. Uh, Why don't you just ask what is the biggest animal that well, I don't think you I don't could think take? you could fight a mountain lion? Of course not. No cat. I mean, no. other than a house cat, maybe. And even then, I wouldn't want to fight a, stone, a house cat. A rock, something at least. I just don't even think a rock helps me. Foxes, you could definitely. I mean, they're smaller than a coyote. That's silly. Raccoons, we are. Porcupine, you wouldn't want anything to do with just because of the. It'd be hard. Porcupine, you just got to flip over. The logistics of it. And a skunk, you just wouldn't want anything to do with. But again, because of the logistics. Um, No, a skunk. And a a wolf, like you have no chance in a bagillion years. That thing fucking kills you. Again, the coyotes and the wolves hunt packs. Like, you have no chance. No, but even a single wolf. If you put a room, though, you just put a room. A lady I know was. uh, He's he's gone. Just let him go. He can go. I know was jogging with her dog, and um, a coyote kind of came up out of the tall grass in front of her and was just kind of standing there, but not doing anything. Mm. And they were going to figure out what they were going to do so they turn around to go back and, and there's, there's two, two behind them like they were legitimately yeah, working out, hunting you yeah, know? yeah of course <laughs> yeah yeah that's the problem and she's with like a dog that wasn't going to be any help to her you know and there's a, 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 a story in the something. news today that that's an issue around here yeah we we have a lot of coyotes around here I mean, everybody has a lot of coyotes everywhere. We talked about this last time. There are coyotes living in New York City in Central Park. There are coyotes living in downtown LA in abandoned buildings. Like they've found packs of coyotes. And uh, they have no natural predator. That's why, right? Eagle? Well, what's their natural predator out in the wild? It's wolves? I don't know. Mark it down. (laughs) Jamie, look into that We'll check it in the post, Joe. Okay, what else? Move on from Tom Papa if we don't have a lot more. Uh, yeah, no, that's it. That was the last one. Who do you think you can fight? So, uh, I agree with you. I think if I had to, I could fight a coyote. Not a gorilla. Probably not Wiley Coyote. Not a bear. But other coyotes. Did you see that video I sent you on Instagram? I I couldn't open it, but I was, uh, Okay, so there's, it's insane. There's three people sitting in the jungle. One of them's obviously videotaping. And then these three silverback gorillas walk by. And so nonchalantly, one of the gorillas it, yeah. reaches over and grabs one of the guys by the leg and just drags him into the jungle. And you can see he's this he's a black. He's like obviously from the Congo or wherever the jungle they're from. He just he just lays there, come on, plays dead. And the thing drags him like six feet and then lets go. And he just he gets up and the look in his face. He's like, holy fuck. It's insane. Yeah, no, you can tell that this thing, if it wants you gone, that's it. You're uh, Those gorillas are so fucking strong. Oh, it's mm, nuts. They'll tear your fucking They bring it out. up later, and I have it, but I, I can't even... The fucking video you showed me of the tiger jumping up... Oh, at the elephant? At the guy on the elephant is single-handedly the most frightening thing I've ever seen. Yeah. To know that's out there. 
and just the lengths they'll go to and how high they can jump and just fuck man that you thing have no chance comes out of animal. nowhere you have no chance against that animal and it'll kill you before you even know it's zero there zero chance yeah. and that's why there are so many axis deer in um <clears throat> lanai yeah because there's no predators. because they were made to run away from tigers so without the tiger, there ain't nothing coming close to yeah. Would you rather uh, ride an uh, elephant across that grass or be in the cage in the ocean? I'd, well, I'd rather be... Uh, well, na- knowing that like there are tigers in the grass? Knowing that there's sharks in the water. No, no, but are there tigers in the grass? And there are sharks in the water. No, he's I'd rather asking- I'd rather be in the cage. Well, what I was going to say, Simon, is... There are tigers in the grass. That sure. video, how many fucking elephant trips through that grass do you think they've made? There's only one video of a tiger jumping up, so the odds of it happening are pretty Maybe slim. Maybe the tiger ate the video. I've only, <laughs> I've only seen one video of the cage getting broken by the great white. Yeah, me too. So if we're talking about ones, it's this, I'm going to take my chance with the, the fucking... It's just the power of the, cage. the tiger. You're going to take your... Hold on. We just said, though, if it's one each... In lifetime, you're well, going to take your chance in the water? Well, let's think about this for a second. The chance of going across on the elephant, I'm totally open. Yeah. At least in the water, like the ca- I'm in okay, a cage. Okay, but once that cage breaks open, oh, you're I, in the water. I want to be on the land. That's what I'm saying. But it's not breaking open. That's my point. Yeah, I think you're much more likely yeah, to get killed by the, by the tiger <laughs> right. than you are to break You'd rather the, do the elephant? You'd rather do the... I don't like water. Fuck water. I'd rather do them both. Kamar wants to be in a cage on the back <laughs> of the elephant. I want to do it all. I want to do it all. But a, a cage on an elephant submerged. There's in the nothing ocean. wrong with being say you got killed by a tiger. Let me just say this: if you have not seen this video, fucking open YouTube right this second, and YouTube, I don't know, tiger jumps up on elephant. It'll be the first one there. Hold without on, without a doubt. There is a huge problem with that. Again, Kamar, if. You get eaten by a tiger. I'm going to be super pissed at you. You'll be kind of stuck. I'm going to be. No, not at all. Not at all. I'd be like, what the fuck was he doing near a tiger? Yeah, like, Kamar, if I walk. If you I don't walk, belong in the jungle any more than you belong in the ocean. Yeah, if I walk across the Antarctic and die because my tent blows away, yeah. you're going to be like, awesome. No, you're going to be like, why? I'm super pissed at Matt because he doesn't belong yeah. in the fucking snow. Listen, yeah. Say it out loud, though, like down the road. Like, I can't believe he died being killed by a tiger. It's like a car accident or cancer. Those are shitty ways to die, man. Tiger's fucking cool. Being eaten alive by a tiger is a I guess shitty at, way to die. If Kamar, at 85 fucked. you get eaten by a tiger, I'll be okay with That's that. That's the best case, Ontario. No, it isn't. Oh, my God. Did you not? They played the video. Have you seen that video that he was talking about where the bear is eating the deer and the deer is just fucking wailing? That, that'd be you. While that fucking, you're 85. Oh, no, no. The cat would rip your neck out apart in seconds. It'd be very fast with a tiger. That's what he's hoping for. Have you not seen the video of the tiger pulling that Asian woman out of the car when she's arguing with her husband? Yeah. That That shit happens out of fucking nowhere. That's that's horror porn. Horrifying. It's horror porn. (laughs) Okay. Tom Popper, rate the episode, Simon. Horn. It's That's horn. That's a J-R-E-E okay. subcategory. Well, yeah. Can you just rate the episode, please? Uh, well, I'll give him a two. The episode you give I'll a two. I'll give the episode a two. Yeah. Kamar? And I love Tom Pop, and I think it was the most groundbreaking breakthrough story I've heard in a long time. I give it a four. Oh, I thought you were on five for sure. No. Um, wait, so you give this one a four, yeah. and you give the week a four. Yeah. So everybody's got to get a four. Yeah, no, I'm working that out. 
That seems fucking loopy. Uh, it's that story. He's right. According to your logic, this one should have been a five, so you could at least give the so other. You could two drop a down on the other less. two, yeah. But I'll, I, I'll let. No, him no, go. no. We're gonna let you take that back. Do you want to make this a five? No, no. <laughs> Just to make sense of this week, I'll go with a four. Okay, this that's fine. Fucking guy, let him go. It's his. All it's right, his rating. fine. Go ahead. Matt. Uh, I give it a two. Very good. Uh, and final thoughts on uh, Tom Papa. He's the best man. Yeah. He gets a five. I mean, he seems like a great guy. Like I said, I've seen him live. No, as a dude, I really think he is like the nicest guy. Yeah, like I wouldn't be bummed sitting beside him on an airplane. I would be so happy sitting beside him on an airplane. I meant if he if I didn't know who he was. And one, I'm not talking about you know. This episode was not better than Shane Dorian. Oh yeah, I think it was. (laughs) Fuck (laughs) you, because they when they they also talk about Tom's jokes, and you could tell he was over like doing Trump material, like because he understands this people who find that stuff not funny have no sense of humor. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like the left, like Kading just to the left is like they're not as funny as everyone else. I find. (laughs) Just know that the next time we do any sort of best of wrap up. I am picking Shane Dorian because you do not remember that episode. I'd love to Did go you back pick to Shane it. Dorian as a best of what you're going to quit the podcast. No, no, you're quitting the podcast. <laughs> no, Tom Pop is a great guy. I think it was a cool listen, man. All right. We're ready. Yeah. Uh, 1282. Adam Canover. Canover. Adam ruins everything. Adam. Adam, Adam Corvin. Well, I'm it's it's Conover. Conover. Whatever. It's, it's Adam ruins everything. That's how you'll That's know him if you show, if you Adam yeah if you everything. if you know who he is already. It's Adam. Ruins I've never everything. watched the show. Is it good? I mean, it's interesting. That's for You've sure. You watched the show? Is it on Netflix? No, no, it's on YouTube. He does like little five minute videos where he just like it's like Adam ruins oh, tipping. Oh, he's horrible. You've seen those videos oh, yeah. for sure, dude. It's <laughs> fucking like this guy's unreal. I do. I do this stuff with this guy. Yeah, you've seen him a million times. He's done a bunch of videos. But um, this so, this one this was tough. They I, argued a lot. Well, listen to this. I did not know anything going into this, and now you didn't know anything. Yeah, well, well I can agree well, with I, that. That's going into most. <laughs> no, but Adam ruins everything. Like it's an internet show, whatever. Like it's, oh, it's on YouTube. I didn't even put that together. I'm an idiot. But um, your Esquire is on fire. My Esquire is on fire. <laughs> now there's tropes on the internet saying. Joe Rogan destroys Adam ruins everything. No, or Joe Rogan ruins Adam ruins everything because of because of this podcast. It kind of it kind of seemed to me like this guy had no idea that Joe was going to put up any sort of fight to anything he was saying. Absolutely. So he was not prepared. You know. Hold on, hold on. Let's also say Joe went way over on his Diablo avocado. I think he was on his period or something, man. He was he no, wanted I think he to couldn't fight. give he couldn't give Mrs. Rogan the business. He that was, day. <laughs> he, he was going in because this guy's stick was just to shut everything down. And uh, no, 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 that's that's not what his stick is. His stick is to show that there are many. Yeah, there's other angles of everything we look at. Don't look at anything quite the way they're telling you. There's always going to be another side to the story. He's like he's like Penn and Teller. Magicians? No. I, no, no. In their later <laughs> years, they, they turned into more... They, they had a show a called mute bullshit. and a guy with long hair? I don't yeah. think so. They had a show called Bullshit where they just... Yeah. 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 Yes, yeah. It's kind of like Joe questions everything in a very short form. Well, no, but Kamar, it, for him, it's more simple. Like, he'll, he'll take something like... The one I, I remember the most is tipping. 
you know, he did a, a six minute or five minute segment on like, on why we tip and, you know, and breaks down like, this is actually why we tip and it's ridiculous that we do and other countries don't do it and it all works out fine. And, you know, it, he wasn't ruining tipping. He was just saying like, we, it's a, it's, if you look at it from this angle, it's kind of a broken system. And again, it's not like we don't tip. We still live in a culture that tips and whatever. He just was, he was saying like, hey, have you ever thought about why we tip and why other cultures don't and what it means to tip and all that stuff? This, all. This, uh, this podcast did not help me think about going to watch it once. Well, this podcast was terrible, to be honest. Well, it was hilarious. Well, I thought we could, we all agreed it was amazing because Joe was like battling him on everything. He, he battled him on everything. No, but it was to the point, Kamar, where I was like, Jesus, Joe, like this light, guy is on your show. Up. Like, yeah, like give him a well, fucking. And ex- well, that's especially because, since because Joe wouldn't want to do that to someone. A lot <laughs> of a lot of what he was arguing against was not. It's things that he believes. That's what I I'm saying. No, he was just arguing the the counterpoint because I. He must not have liked this guy or whatever, because he did not cut him one inch of slack. No. Well, I mean, so he commanded him for a great discussion. Let me say this, though. I think because it started off with the alpha male thing, that was a terrible jump off point. Terrible. Like, I think Joe has a company called Alpha Male. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's hitting, he's sitting there dispelling the alpha male thing. Alpha brain. Whatever. You know what I mean? No, no. It was alpha male. Yeah, but he's saying I was saying the company that he but owns. It, but is Joe alpha. is also an alpha male, so this is my point. Is he just called him on everyone that it, like what he, he thought I'm, he was going through a nice but list. That's that's where it started. My you saying was correct. because the jump off was there. I think that was if if that had been the last point of contention, maybe the podcast would have gone a little bit smoother. Maybe Joe would have been a little more agreeable because the first thing they talked about was he did that thing where he tells Joe something he are, talks about all the time. And this time it was about trophy hunting and why they have to trophy hunt. Yeah. It's to, you know, for yeah, conservation. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, so that was, so that he, was the, so that good ruin everything. <laughs> yeah. It, they're, they're all, one was on the moon landing. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was my main um, research. <laughs> But yeah, then you're right. Then it went to this whole alpha male not being a scientific What term. I'm saying is it was within 15 minutes, they got to alpha male and Joe was just like not having it. And Adam wasn't even saying, Adam was just saying from a scientific standpoint, yeah. in human beings, this is what the science This is. does not exist. Yeah. He wasn't saying Joe the way you're using it because Joe just would not get off that. Wouldn't let it go. Like he was like, no, this is what an alpha male is. It's someone who's confident. It's someone who exudes this. And and Adam was like, I'm not I'm not saying that like like maybe in the modern lexicon that's what the alpha male is. But Adam was just like, I'm telling you from a scientific standpoint, from the people we've spoken to, mm-hmm. it doesn't exist in humans. There's no and to be honest, before Adam brought up the point, I was thinking about it in my head. I was going, what Joe's saying actually isn't true. And and Adam banged it on the head. I said, the big like brawlic dude is the alpha male amongst like when you're in that circle for sure. But, and he used the exact example I was going to use. If you're at a fucking Dungeons and Dragons tournament, or even here, if you're at a debate, like if you're at a Harvard debate, do you think the dude that's six, five and ripped is the alpha male in that circle? I don't think he is. I think the guy that's fucking the wordiest brainiest guy. Is Whoever the- worked harder on the debate though. Doesn't matter what they look like. No, but I- that's a stereotype, I guess. If that's what you're trying to say. 
But it's more, it's just how you hold yourself. It's, uh, listen, I understood where Joe was coming from. I'm just saying, Joe like, wouldn't at all see what Adam was saying. Like, he wouldn't meet him halfway and go, I get what you're saying. And normally, I find Joe to be good at that stuff. Normally, that's exactly what he does. And today, or but for this podcast, oof. he just was not interested. Not at all. Not at all. This and, was and almost like listening to w- Stephen and fucking and that's, Gary. That's, that's, <laughs> that's why I wonder really? if he watched like the guy's show and was like, this dude, and again, I've never watched it, so this is a really weird hypothesis to make, but bear with me. He's like, this guy does six-minute segments and is claiming to be like a expert on these subjects. He just wanted but, to go see okay, how but, deep of the water is going to go. There's, there's my right, problem. Exactly. If you could tread water with Exactly. Him. But there's my problem is he started off by being like, I have a team, and we all pitch ideas and we all do that like they all do the research and i just am like the host you know what i mean so he doesn't it's not like he's out there acting like an expert he's the host of a show called adam ruins everything no agreed but sorry i guess in joe's defense a little bit he um this guy does come across as woke well uh, and being very very knowledgeable on whatever subject. He's but here's the problem: about. neither of you have seen the show. So it's, no, right? I, you're just I going told you off it's of, a very weird hypothesis. My theory is: before they were coming in, they were playing video games in the dark room. Oh, I think Joe was getting lit up at Quake, and Jamie's like, "Yeah, he's this guy. He talks about this and this. You know, like that sort of guy." He's like, "Oh yeah, okay." And then ah, nah, nah, they played video games and they walked out, and that happened. Maybe Quake. Yeah, maybe Quake has a lot to do with Joe's mood going into something the- about uh, toxic masculinity and uh, video games. No. Um, it is interesting though. Cause Joe just was really, I thought it was super ornery. Interesting. He was really ornery. Well, like even, even when it came to the moon thing, like Joe is adamantly now, like, I believe we landed on the moon and this guy's like, he, he starts off by being like, <laughs> yeah, some, some, some light direction. And Joe's like, well, wait, hold on. That's exactly what they think, you know, and, and get and gets on him. And he's like, listen, I don't know this shit no, in front of me. I didn't think we'd be arguing this or right Or maybe now. he wanted to see how deep this guy can swim, but the guy couldn't deep, swim very deep. He just had good talking points. I, don't know, I, thought, it was, I thought it was mental ju- uh, jujitsu. But here's the thing, Kamara. And- I look at it like this. Simon, don't even worry about it. He'll, he'll figure it out. He'll be fine. I look at it like, I think Adam just showed up like, we're going to have a discussion I'm going to talk about my show. I didn't think he thought there was going to be a three-hour debate on everything he's ever... You know what I mean? Because, like, Joe didn't even ask him about him. Like, there wasn't much origin on him either. Hold on. Chico! Come here! Fuck, the editing on this is going to be a nightmare. Chico! Get down here. I wish there was a recording of when he's like... Um, well, okay, I'm not... I, You know what I mean? How he had to get out of each topic what do you mean like he had to concede whatever like well in the, okay in that situation yes whatever it just when joe would take him down on certain topics that they were talking about certain topics they would agree about too it's nobody that, what i'm saying is it seemed like even when he agreed we listened to a lot of joe rogan we've listened to them all the stuff that we knew he agreed with adam on it still felt like he was playing devil's advocate to the umpteenth degree i would argue i don't unless you know I know what Joe's thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what anyone's thinking about. I don't know what I'm thinking about half the time. I I, I see what you're saying, but I, I really don't know. 
What is, what is like, Kamar disagreeing about? Nothing. Hmm. No, he's saying that... Um, I was just saying there was things that Joe... like. <coughs> t- we're taking for granted that we know this. We, we Because of the uh, <laughs> positions Joe's taken in the past, that w- when he was arguing with him, it was like, he doesn't really uh, totally believe that. But I don't know if uh, he's t- taking positions like, who knows what, what is real, what is not, you know what I mean? Right, we don't know what After Joe talking, thinks. Imagine talking as much as he does, man. There were definitely points, though, where I was like, Joe, why are you arguing this? Yeah. We could just be moving on here. I will say it was great for me, though, because I am that guy. I often find myself in social situations arguing a point that I do not believe, not even wholeheartedly, but at all. And I'm just playing devil's advocate because there's no one there to defend that point. And yeah, I'm, anyone who listens to this podcast knows that. Yeah, and I sit there and I'm like, why am I defending this? I don't believe this. I don't even give a shit. I don't have a dog in the fight. I do that sometimes too where I'm like, "Do is this the the hill I want to die on? No. No, sometimes I'm like, sometimes over. I'm like, is this the hill I even want to be on? Right. Like, why am I Exa- here? Exactly. I thought it was a fresh take. And maybe it's because he, Joe, maybe I'm just, doesn't really consider him too much of a stand-up comedian. He's more of a stand-up comedian because he became a YouTube star. So you want to press him. Yeah, I mean, maybe Joe just didn't respect him as a comedian. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe, you know. I think he respects him at, at the end of it. Again, I just can't figure out why Joe spent the better half of three hours being so confrontational. You, with this well, guy. you won't know. I think. The no, only, I won't. But this I, guy seemed like. I, I think the only time it really got stuck up was when they talked about transgender athletes. Oh, that was a terrible. That was. That was. that. It was hard. But again, that was just like. Uh, piece of the snowball that made the avalanche uh, but, but I, I, hold I on that was the longest point i then i will on. say this too uh, you know we've talked about it a few times and i thought adam made some great just points as a human like <laughs> well no just why like wh- what does it matter and why do we care so much like why can't we just be more inclusive which i thought was a good takeaway i still don't think if you used to have a dick you should be going into ufc beating up women i still but i just think there was a you know, okay, but in Joe's defense, I guess, you know, he's talking about the bathrooms and he brings up an argument I've made myself, which is, and this guy, okay, so the argument is by having uh, trans people be able to use the women's bathroom and not having become a total woman, then you have men going into women's bathrooms which i guess is fine but then you could have men who aren't trans at all dressing up as women and because there's no way to know anybody apart those people could just be going in there to look at women in the bathroom or to okay but i had a big problem with joe saying this because joe was like this happens man and adam goes does it and he goes yeah this has happened at least once. Well, I'm sure it's happened. Sure. Okay. But listen, there's and it, fucking- and it will happen because people find the loopholes for anything. So all Joe was saying, because what the, all Joe was saying is that it, I don't know what Joe was saying, but what I'm saying is, is it, it, it just muddies the waters. So I, I'm not saying you should or shouldn't do Agreed. it, but that could be one of the reasons for conversation. Okay. But my point is to think having, about what, to having three bathrooms, but think about what we're saying here is you're like, you're saying that you're willing to discomfort a a portion, a small portion of the population out of fear of muddying the water. Well, it depends on what 
portion of the population according to what a portion of the population are going to be hurt by the other side. And that we just won't know. Time will tell. On well, that, no, but I here's guess. the thing. Like, okay, people hurt kids one way or the other. People do terrible things. Right. So this is just letting, me, letting is, a small portion of the population and, and, and Adam brought up a good point. They're just trying to use the bathroom. I'm not, I'm not saying whether this should or shouldn't be done. I know not a hill. I want to die. I get on it. I get or it. Walk on. I'm just saying that's not, you can't just say, no, that's a bad point and we're not going to discuss it. No, it's a point of, of conversation to of this conversation. Yeah. yeah. I, my, all I was saying was that Adam was taking a very human view of all of it. Like if these people are having trouble, why don't we just make it a little bit easier for them? Well, and, and of course there's going to be outliers. They're going to take advantage of it, but every system we've ever built, people take advantage right. of. So most of his, did you feel sorry for him for Adam. I did. Most of his views were pretty human, Matt, because most of his views are left. Yeah, but I, I didn't think they were and aggressive left is the difference. I don't think he's out there pushing a I don't think he's out there pushing an agenda that is very dangerous to society in that he wasn't out there doing anything other than just saying, Why don't we just treat people a little bit better? And right. if these people, if these people, this is going to make them a little more comfortable, then why don't we start at least d discussing it? My big issue. Well, wait. Oh, okay. sorry. No, go no, ahead. go ahead. I was going to say, don't forget, Matt, that this whole point he was making led to a point that I know you have no time yeah. for. Oh, because you Which and I is the athletes or, or athletics being geared towards men. Okay, so we're going to dive into this real quick. Well, because that's that that is yeah, yeah. basically yeah. what he yeah, did yeah. was he segued from yeah. one to the other, subwayed from one it to was, the other. It was jujitsu, mental jujitsu, man. No. So no, but, no, no, we're going to talk about this. But, we're going to dive deep we, into this one. Matt and I talked about this the other night, and I, I don't think he was right on that one. No, I don't. Okay, so his his point of contention was that men are better at sports because men invented all sports. Am I hitting that close to? Yep, something along those so lines. So sports are geared to men. To if, dumb it down. If women had more rights back then and women created more sports, they would most likely be better at more sports. They would be more geared towards what <clears throat> sure. women are excel at as opposed to what men excel at. Yeah, and I this point, I don't think I could disagree with more. Um, I felt like he was just... I, I don't even know what point he was trying to make, but I just felt like he missed it. So Simon used an example of basketball. Saying if if the average height of a man oh, yeah, is the height of the net. If if the average height of a man is six feet and the average height of a woman is like five five, then the net being eight feet is obviously geared towards men. Ten I, feet, whatever. Ten feet, it whatever, is. whatever. Yeah, I'm just saying if it's eight feet, it doesn't matter. That's one sport where I guess I could concede that sure, but the WNBA doesn't lower the net; they keep it the same height. They just like you said, they just bring in well, the three-point line. Golf, they absolutely push the ladies' tees forward. Annika Sorosom tried to do it. But she couldn't. She couldn't do Again, it. it's like, and it's the example we give about um, Venus Williams or Serena Williams. Who is, I they would come Serena. close in those sports, I think. No, Serena no. played a guy that wasn't even in the top 100 and she lost. Did she get blown away? I'm Straight sets, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm telling you, and again, I don't know that case, but... For sure, she doesn't beat any like top hundred top seated men or, or fifty top seated men. Dude, their serve is like eighty miles Her, an hour. Hers is one twenty, and theirs is one eighty. Yeah. Like you're, 
mm-hmm. but they run faster. They're stronger. They jump higher. They hit harder. It's just, that's just the way it is. But, but here's my, my big point is this is I guess if we live in a world now where women enjoy sport and excel at certain sports to a, to a degree, obviously. So I guess you could argue that if we well, no, they absolutely excel. Sorry. Marksmanship. Well, they don't excel. We just we just we just did this. They excel against other women. Right. But again, if you put them up against the men in most sports, they get dusted. Mm-hmm. Correct. So that's the we're, we're trying to even the playing field here is what I'm saying, Simon. If a woman can't beat a man on even playing field, then what we're talking, then you're making Adam's point. I'm trying to dispel Adam's point. So the what I used Kamar was like bowling. Simon and I bowl a lot. For our American friends, we five pin bowl. It's a much different game. That should be close. See, so what I was saying, shouldn't it? You know what I mean. It's it really is a game where, and we watched a woman the other day, a pro. We were playing like two lanes down from some pros, and this chick was killing it. Again, it's all it's more about technique than it is about brute force or how far you because you're not throwing the ball, you're just rolling it right, and it's on a fucking wood surface. So, to me, it's like. I don't know the stats, but are women bowlers better or worse than men? I have no idea. But is that really like bowling is more like pool? Uh, bowling is it's sort not, of like golf. Well, it's a lot like golf. Because it's all technique. It it's is. all well, yes like and golf. no. But you it, Kamar, even like, if you have even if you have perfect technique, you cannot hit the ball. Like the best woman can't hit right. the ball as far as the best man. Yes. You just yes. can't, yes. right? Like the top yeah. The top techniqued woman, Annika Sorensen, or whoever it is now, that Canadian Henderson we have. No matter what, she'll just never hit the ball as far as Tiger Woods. Yeah. Or John Daly, for that matter. You know or what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. Or Bubba Or Watson. the top 100 male golfers, or 200, because they all crack the ball like 300 yards. Okay, but here's my question, is when they designed golf, it wasn't designed the same way it is now. They weren't hitting the ball 300 no, yards. No, So, And women weren't allowed to play. Okay, but let's say they were allowed to play. Well, no, because but maybe- they weren't. It was it was a men only. Golf is a man's only game, right? Yes. It- okay. Guys only. Just hear me out, Simon. If if we ladies had, forbidden. If we had put women on the tees day one with men, when golf was like a a a, a cow patty mm-hmm. and you know a fucking stick, <coughs> women still wouldn't have been able to hit the ball as far. Well, I guess this guy's point, just to play devil's advocate for this dude for a second, is that let's just take golf as an example. Maybe if it was invented by a woman, then when that lady went up to hit the very first golf ball, I'm just this makes zero sense because I don't know if this is true, but maybe the best way for a woman to swing is not uh, like a golf swing. It's like... I don't know, wrapping it around her head and swinging it around. Who knows? You know what I mean? But if that's the, if a a lady's body works best by doing that, then that would be the way that they set up golf. And that's how we would all be golfing today by wrapping our our arms around our head. Maybe. I mean, I I can't, but I, I mean, that makes sense, right? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. I I mean, the wrapping your head around your arms around your head makes zero sense, but Here's the thing to me is I guess I look at it like, and I can't believe Joe didn't bring this up. And this is a big point. Women don't invent shit anyway. Since the dawn of time, Joe brings it up in a special. Women haven't invented. But there's something interesting about her eating the apple. The knowledge, which comes up soon. 
Oh my god, he's going right to the Bible. Well, that's where else can he go at a time? Well, no, like this, we're talking man. about fucking women and men in sport. Uh, do you? Um, are, sorry, do you? Are we? Well, no, I'm trying to think of an example of something that like that women have invented, but that men then blew them out of the water. Mm-hmm. Like a sport. Not even a sport. Like let's say, and this is a this is a terribly like sexist n- thing. Knitting. There, that's where you're well, going. But men haven't blown women out of the water in knitting. That's because we don't give a fuck. But I'm just you're saying, looking for an example where they blown men out of the I'm water. just saying though, if you sat, if you if you trained a man Poker. to knit, a, you, you, and then you put him up against the best female knitter, yeah. could he knit faster and more? Well, I don't know. No, okay. You're that, talking about dexterity and hands, so it, pro- it has nothing to do with like, I, I, women are probably better at that. I can handle this though. It's because um, poker. There's more men win than women at poker. But the numbers are fucking skewed. Because not a lot of girls have equally been supported to think they could be poker or anything. Or you know, you they know just I mean? have no interest in playing. There, it's like the whole argument a, for um, yeah, the nurses and the, the equitable engineers. pay, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there are less uh, women CEOs because less wannabe CEOs. Exactly. And Kamar, in, the, in this day and age, you can play poker behind a computer where they don't even know you're a woman. So it doesn't even... There's no like stigma. Uh, behind. I don't have the stats yeah. on that one, but we're we're gonna get just as lost in the reads as these guys do. We are because, as lost, uh, and that's why I can't believe I'm the only one who liked this episode. <laughs> well, I just thought it was a. I, the only reason I didn't like the episode is because I didn't think it was a great listen. I thought it was full of like awkward confrontation was, that didn't need was, to be there. Unnecessary confrontation. Yeah, no, um, I, it made me feel away. Man. What I do like you guys that. like better, the Summer Olympics or the Winter Olympics? Summer. Uh, winter by I far. I love them both. I love them both. Winter by far. Yeah, winter by far. Summer, that there's way too many sports, first of all. The, the, I, ballroom dancing? The, fuck out of here. The Olympics are for when you're like... Eight, well, there's pretty much ballroom dancing in the winter, eight too. To 12. It's just on skates. Yeah, but that's insane, in my opinion. From the time you're mm-hmm. 8 to 12, you watch two Olympics, and that means everything to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just think about Sorry, let me them. let me tell you something, Matt. There is oh, um, there's a big difference between the pairs figure skating mm-hmm. and the pairs ice dancing. Okay. Both are the great, pairs though. No, the pairs figure skating, very good. They do crazy yeah, shit. I get the it. The ice, ice dancing dance, is yeah. a little too Are you a good uh, skater? What does that have to do with anything? Skating, I'm a terrible skater. So skating in itself and then they do that stuff is I find it impressive. Do you think it's cool when they go around the track? What speed skating? But, but that one's nuts. The little five hundred meters track. Yeah, it's insane. It is I insane. never understand what's you going on. You know what? On. I just thought uh, this just occurred to me. Like Winter Olympics makes sense to us. We're from a winter country. Yeah. It must be so foreign to people from like the south. Ridiculous sports. Well, I will say this: the Winter Olympics skates is, must be just crazy to Africans. Well, the Winter what Olympics is very inaccessible. Like it's super. There's it's so elite. I wouldn't say it's elite. Well, it is because, like, just as an example, um, Calgary has the Olympics in 88. Mm-hmm. And then after that, they start producing a yeah, lot more. I get it because they have the bobsled there. teams. Yeah. Because they have a bobsled track. Like, do we have that here? No, but no. Simon, the point is you can't. The same as sexes. Okay, but, Sorry, but you put a bobsled track in Argentina, and I don't think you're going to all of a sudden produce a shitload of bobsledders. Well, cool runnings. Oh my god! We have to allow I mean, every I don't, country I don't. the same opportunity to excel at sports. Yeah, no, but that that is weird, eh? They must look at like yeah, fucking sure. ski jumping. Yeah, thank God they got rid of uh, ballet skiing. 
Oh, that was that the worst. Was the best. Oh, Kamara, that's sorry not to step on your feet. Too late now. Yeah, Kamara had a joke about that. Yeah. I will say, no matter what country you're fucking either. from, when you watch the long jump in skiing, you're just like, what in the fuck is that going is bonkers, on here? That is bonkers, eh? Insane. That's just as close to flying as you're going to come. Yeah, well, how do you just... Like, without jumping out of a plane. How do you just float 45 degrees, like, <laughs> for 120 meters? Yeah, it's so weird. But it's gone to be now the... Uh, the uh, snowboarding, they go pretty big. Yeah, no shit. Like, Those guys are really fucking nuts. The, uh, the cross country one there, the... Um, snow cross? Snow cross is just the craziest shit ever. Definitely. Because they are like genuinely just uh, rock and sock em roller oh, derby yeah. out there. And flying full blast, yeah. But that's kind of like what like the... Like um, I've been to a summer Olympics, so... It, the more, um, oh, oh. speed skating is like... What do you think the about... short track speed skating. What yeah. do you think about skateboarding in the Olympics? It's breakdancing. Is breakdancing in there? <laughs> yes. What? I think so. I no, think but so. skateboarding's legit in there. Is breakdancing so. in there? I think well, skateboarding's in there, but something like wrestling's been thrown out. Like it's weird. No, Sk- wrestling is not. Skateboarding been out. will be fine, just the way snowboarding was fine in the Winter Olympics, you know what I mean? It took a season well, or two. If they two, test for weed, uh, there's uh, going to be a uh, lot of people to get out the useless part. Like they're they're not doing slalom skateboarding or anything yeah. like that, are they? Who knows? It's like skateboarding was bigger than snowboarding. Then snowboarding just surpassed it. And now skateboarding is just catching back up to where snowboarding has gone. So what's your favorite event? In the winter or the summer? Either. Like I said, I always said it's And then we'll move off Olympics. It's the the bike race. It's the one day city course race. That's your favorite summer event. It's insane. You've got to watch. Like guys just fly. It's not like the Tour de France. It's it's insane. Hmm. So weird. Um, one, one, one heat Name another event Like you know what I mean Like it's a big Like college basketball Bike race One time I, I guess in the summer It'd be the 100 meter the It's always dash. the most exciting Many heats to break it down to. Yeah yeah But also it's just You know it's like the, the, the true test of like It's just a guy running You're not throwing anything You're not There's no bobsled You're not ju- It's just running Everyone Not everyone But you know Most people can run and it's crazy watching Usain Bolt run. And then there's the winter, I don't know, hockey. That's probably the shit. Because we dominate. Well, I like it better now that we don't have the pros in it. Oh, I liked it better with the pros. No, I, li- I think this will be better in the long run. Well, no, I'll say that. that. Argentina beat USA. In basketball? Yeah, when they and were talking. And then LeBron James. I know, when like, they were. When Joe, of course you want them in there. <sighs> to any country have the dream. Yeah. Like, when Joe like, was talking about that, I was like, Joe, the dream team has sports? been beaten by like a bunch of different countries. Not just Argentina. I get uncomfortable when Joe talks about sports. But they've only. Did they lose that Olympics? Yeah. Argentina won the gold medal. So, but that's only happened once where they've had the dream team lose the Olympics. No, but I'm talking. What's better than the dream team, man? No, I, I'm just, I'm just throwing that maybe. out there. Sorry. Um, Those guys are legends. So weird. My mom the other day starts talking to me about, she's like, so do you think Oscar Pistorius was innocent or guilty? And I'm like, Oscar Pistorius, why the fuck are we even talking about this? Because she just watched the documentary. But then they talk about it in this episode. But he's a thousand percent guilty. And that's what I said to her. I said, oh, yeah, he's a thousand thousand percent guilty. And she said, oh, 
I'm going to have to rewatch it. I thought he was innocent. And I said, just hold on one second. And I go to the, the internet and I pull up the first website that says, you know, whatever. And it's 10 points why Oscar Pistorius is guilty. And I just start reading the points off to her. And on everyone, she's like, oh, yeah, that's a good point. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, she didn't even watch the fucking documentary. I can't get over that people think that the guy who's missing the bottom half of both of his legs has an advantage in any running sport. So you agree with him? With Adam, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has no advantage. He's missing half of his fucking legs. But the spring. Well, unless the bionic legs are making him a better runner. Okay, Adam also mentioned he lost. So and why would yeah, they all cut I, the legs I, off and do that? <laughs> we're 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 not ar- we're arguing about one. whether he's guilty or innocent. Of <laughs> no, we aren't. We no, passed that. We oh, know he's guilty. He's in jail. He's, yeah, he's, because even if he's not guilt, even if he was innocent, who just shoots into a bathroom? He did. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. So he should go to jail either way <laughs> for reckless endangerment. But wait, let's just back up a second. He might not. He may be. He may be the rare case where the legs don't help him. Maybe he would have been just as fast a runner without the legs. Was he Was he born like that? I don't remember. Okay, but let's... No, no, sorry. Was he born like that? I don't know. Yeah. Who gives a shit? But they are going to run into the problem sometime in the near future of people who have their legs replaced who are now faster, much faster than they were before. So... You think that is in the near future? I think that is in the near future. What is the near future to you, Simon? I think that within the next 20 years... Yeah, definitely within the next 20 years. Probably within the next 20 years, someone's going to get bionic legs that will make them faster than a normal human. Yes. I think you heard it here first. I think things are happening at such an exponential rate at this point. Like before where things normally would have taken a hundred years to happen, then they became 50 years and then it was 20 years. And now, Matt, now we're folding phones in half to reveal iPads, you know, like, or unfolding them to reveal. That's what I've and been then, saying all and along. Then, and then, Matt, next week it'll Technology be television. save everything. And then a year after that, you're going to have a robot butler. And a year after that, it'll be fucking sex slaves. And then fucking Skynet. We'll and have drones. You guys are meeting me to go up to the cottage. Well, folks, it's been a slice. <laughs> Simon, what else do you have for fucking... Adam ruins everything. Else we we got to move on. Yeah, no problem. <coughs> We've been we got bogged down with because it was such an amazing podcast. I mean, it gave us a lot of fodder. I I truly don't think that this was a good listen. Yeah, it was great. I, I can't. Well, yeah, you think it was a four? I We've know. already established that. I, I know. Yeah, I mean that was pretty much it. They they argued about some other shit. Well, um, we we deep dive in the big one. Just but like Kamar was right. Like legitimately, they get stuck on the trans oh, issue yeah, I know. for a long time, and it gets the like moon mo- too. Oh, and the moon. But we're not even going to do that because yeah, of course we're having it our did own it for us. <laughs> but I thought it was fitting that yeah, no, they I, did. That's why get I thought you said the moon we're doing it this Monday. You know what's really ironic is I didn't even know that Adam was on. And I was on YouTube and a JRE clip came up. And the first clip that came up was Adam and Joe argue about the moon. And I was like, oh, get the fuck out of here. I was like, this is crazy. I did. Um, well, that's the Matrix, right? Yeah. It's fucking with you. Um, there was one other point that I wanted to address just because I didn't really understand what he was talking about. But some woman was laughing at 
Laura Ingram was laughing at Nipsey Hussle's funeral. I did, I just didn't even understand what. Did you know about that? She had like a uh, like she's a conservative, obviously a like, pundit, right? They played um, uh, YG. He's a rapper. Has a song say "Fuck Trump, Fuck Trump, Fuck Trump." And they played that song, and Nipsey Hussle has a verse on that song. Okay. Does he have a verse of the remix? The remix. Exactly. So she's saying, this artist, this who they're calling a poet, or whatever, like a, <laughs> you know, like that. So, but was she laughing at his funeral, or was she, she just was laughing? laughing at people calling him an, uh, this good person. Oh, I see. Okay, because gotcha. He did a feat. Like Simon, doesn't matter. The, ta- the guy just died, no, and she's no, snickering on air. No, it doesn't. But it just the way they described it on the show made see, it you know, seem people a little different. Feel away. I'm I mean, good. I'm glad he clarified. For well, no, me. but it isn't. It isn't like she. I, she shills. It's low class. Either That's all way, I'm saying. Man. Yeah, yeah. But listen, I like do do they have high class? These uh, Fox News pundits. No. You Fox know, news for you, baby. Um. So he was so shook this guy that at the end of the you know like at the beginning of the podcast people are a little nervous and then by the end everything levels out so by the time they're saying goodbye they're like normal and they can just say goodbye normally this guy was so frazzled that when he went to say goodbye and he was saying goodbye to joy he said thanks for being here and I thought to myself, holy fuck, like he is just shook. That was well, yeah, I that was dude. tapping out. Yeah, exactly. Kamar, exactly. No, I think he was honestly like, holy fuck, after, after Dorsey, like yeah. I might have just lost yeah. my show. Thanks for being here. No, I, like, come on. Oh, no. I he think obviously has a huge fan everything's base. Everything's great. Too. Everything's great. He Actually, wasn't like some like schmuck off the, the street. Uh, the likes to dislikes on that. That'd be interesting to know. Well, Either way. We'll come, get back to you on oh, it. Shit. Simon, rate the episode. I'm going to give that episode a two, Matt. Well, we know Kamar gives it a four. Kamar? Four. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all the, for all the reasons we just talked for fucking two hours for about. And a final. Um, Hold on. I, can I oh, rate it? Oh, sorry. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's a one and a half. Interesting. And I was actually excited about this one. I was like, oh, Adam ruins everything. That should be a decent podcast. They should talk about some good stuff. Well, it should be a decent podcast. It should have been, yeah. But it was very confrontational. It Adam could, Conover has more dislikes than likes. It could have been like a um, Brian Callen type of episode where they just, you know, lots of facts. Kind, sure, they could kind have been just funny. Yeah, they could have enjoyed each other he too. Put, he put out too much but for maybe Joe he to just, accept. But again, if he doesn't like him, why have him on the podcast? Like, it's not like he's like. Maybe he found out he didn't like it when top. he started talking to him. Yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Maybe Adam came in, they were playing Quake, and he was like, oh, video it, games. How fucking stupid. You know what I mean? And Joe was just like instantaneous. Well, for me, that would do it. If you came down here and I was playing video games, you were about to be on my podcast and you made some comment. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. And Joe actually really likes this guy. Who knows? Yeah. Thanks for being here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. All right. 1283. Oh, f- sorry. Sorry. Final thoughts on uh, him. He was nice enough, man. Yeah, nice like, enough guy. And I felt sorry for him. Mostly I felt sorry for him. <laughs> and and I had wished that Joe was just normal Joe, because then I could have decided whether I actually liked or disliked this guy. But I but didn't you, even get the chance because you had to pull for him. I had to pull for the underdog. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Weird episode. Yeah, weird sure. episode. Weird think, Joe. You have, <laughs> <give it> four, <laughs> yeah. you have to give it a four. It's like it's <laughs> yeah. it's a solid two. Yeah, he you definitely, guys, he, you guys are fucked. Up. All right, mm-hmm. definitely didn't give Miss Rogan the business. The the th- <laughs> the third and final podcast of the week twelve eighty three, Russell Brand. Brand. Yeah, like I said Brand. before. Like I said before, I don't understand. Everyone hates this guy. I don't really get it. No, I'm just saying brand because I get it because uh, yes, Joe doesn't yes. like the word brand. Yeah, I think it was best when he was fucked up. I I was just gonna so say like work. I yeah I just but we got everything from him the first time he was on. He talks way too fast. I don't understand half of what he says. He goes on these massive long rants. Here's the problem. But he's a really nice dude oh, who only is? wants to do good things. He just knows something's wrong. Well, that's just but he it. He doesn't know anything to do about it. He didn't have any, any solution. Well, his solution is, um, which is so weird. His solution is psychedelics, which he won't well, do. I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. Well, he wants to. He's trans. He, he transcendental wants to, meditation. He wants to so bad, and like, just do it, man. Yeah. Just do it. But the best part, the best part of this episode, was when, because he doesn't even want to take CBD oil or well, pills Joe gives the and Joe stuff. gives him the 11 to one instead of the one to one. If he hadn't caught that, he, he could have knocked him right back off the wagon or on the wagon, whatever. What is off. it? Well, that's what he he's fearful of. Well, he, and it almost happened, man. Fuck that guy's world. His life is too easy because all he can do is try to think about this. You know what I mean? He, it actually, at, at some points I was like, holy fuck. It must be exhausting to be this guy's brain. Like I have too much time on your hands, and but, not, not enough struggle because he's got enough money. But I he's get got it. A family, I get know? it. If you're like uh, Elon Musk, you know what I'm saying, and it's hurting you so much to live every day because you're so smart and so many things. You're doing so many things, but like, what is he doing? He's got a podcast. He's saying there's oh, something. Luminary. There's something wrong. He's Kamar. saying there's something wrong with the system. There is something over over so again. wrong with the system. It felt more like he was interviewing Joe the whole time. Like he was oh, asking Joe questions. Like, what? The, how do you make money at this? But he asked questions. He would ask questions that he didn't want answers to. They were questions to start a monologue that he was about to give, you know? But if you asked me six years ago whose podcast bigger, Joe Rogan or Russell Brand, I'd say Russell Brand. Really? Yeah, I think so. I, I wouldn't have thought so, but whatever. I it's mean, bigger by some sort of popularity measure than it is, but it isn't like that. His podcast would have been so amazing if he had done it in the height of his um, drug and sex addiction. If anyone decides to do that, it could be it could be really good or it could be really bad. But he he, he seems like more of a Rob Williams guy. Like he he doesn't like comedy. He found out. I thought that was very interesting. When uh, Joe was talking about the grind, it was like, no, no, yeah. no, I just like my audience. Yeah. I can't, I've, I've worked hard enough for this. Like, I thought that was very telling and interesting and honest. One of, one of my notes is, I feel like he has a message. I'm just not sure what that message is. You know, like, I just, I don't know what he, like, I know the system was fucked. But usually if you're going to go on, you have some sort of like you're pitching an idea or a solution or a yeah, and something. And these ideas are coming from a guy 
who can't kill an animal. You're forgetting. He, <coughs> excuse me. He was there to push his book, Mentors, <laughs> and his and, po- his, podcast, and his podcast. And you're, you're asking him to <laughs> come up with solutions. He's just there to have a conversation. And they ended up talking about everything that was wrong. But I mean, well, we I, do that, and we don't offer fucking solutions. No, 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 no. But I mean, look, that's his shtick. That's that's what he talked about last time. It's what he talked about this time. Like, frankly, they got off it this time because he has a new love of jujitsu, yeah. which he didn't have last time. That was kind of interesting that Joe had told him about it on the last podcast. And now he does it like, you know, five times a week or whatever. I don't know. Besides that, I mean, just... Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I found I, it. I, I, I mean, found it really boring. He's nice. He's a. Re- he seems like a really decent guy. The, the way you say boring. his his uh, stitch, it's like more like um, stick. His stick. I I don't think it's a stick as much as he's made the money. He's done everything. Like he's in a constant like uh, remaining sober uh, apology, and so this is how he tr- tries to be the best person he thinks he can be. I don't, and he, obviously, he communicate. He doesn't think he's better than anyone. It genuinely feels, though, like he's trying to find some sort of loophole in um, his sobriety, though. Because well, he, he just says he wants like to do. Yeah. No, no, I, and I'm I am not faulting him for that. Like it, again, no. I think you can do that. I think you can. I think he can quit being a fucking derelict and still do uh, psychedelics under the tutelage of a shaman or something. I don't. He seems like he seems truly like the type where if he had had even a sip of booze on that show that night, he would have been doing heroin. Like he doesn't, but you don't want to like when you do a mushroom trip, you don't want to do mushrooms the next night. What? When you do a mushroom trip. Yeah. You don't want to do mushrooms the next night. Oh, and what does that have to do with what I'm saying? Well, I'm just saying. So unless the mushrooms are going to make him want to like do heroin, which I just don't see the correlation there. Just because he's he was a drug addict at one point in his life doesn't mean that there's going to be an instantaneous relapse by doing um No, but that's what I'm telling you is I think for him, he is like that. Well, he's worried about it for sure. <clears throat> of course. Simon, it, you're missing the point. He might, he might do mushrooms and be like, this was fucking incredible. I love feeling like this. I miss feeling like this. And then why wouldn't he just be like, oh, heroin made me feel a lot like that too or anything. Or even maybe he just starts doing mushrooms every fucking day, all day, all the time. And he's like, that's a problem for me. He's, um, he's on an edge, obviously. I'm just saying, Simon, I like, listen, as someone that quit drinking, I look at people that can't be near booze and I'm like, what's wrong with you? Like, just be a fucking person. Like, you quit, you're fine. I think there are truly people, though, that are just a mess like him that are just like, if I go near anything, I'm going off the deep end hard. Or counterpoint. Um, he could do the mushrooms, have an amazing trip where he has this like, you know, great realization that he's on a terrific path and he's done the right thing by quitting doing all the other, like it just, but I, the risks outweigh the reward. I think the for him, psych- the risk that's what is I'd like want for him, but the risk for him is like, I'll relapse. If you said weed, I would be like, okay, I could see that because that's just so it's much more fun. Like I, I just never looked at those psychedelics as like, uh, I guess I had fun in a way when I was on them, but mostly it was, you know, adventure through fucking. Yeah. But Simon, chaos. I think you're also forgetting even the small nuance stuff. Like how many cigarettes did you want to smoke when you were high on mushrooms? You definitely wanted to smoke a joint. Like, you know what I mean? There's all these little things that go with it that you forget about. Mm-hmm. Well, again, and it'd be so- I wasn't doing, um, 
the massive dose that I would need a shaman. And it doesn't have to be mushrooms. He could do fucking. But imagine the bender you ayahuasca, go on. where I guarantee you, you're not. Well, you're on your ayahuasca trip. You're not interested in doing any other drug. You're plenty fucking uh, busy dealing with what you got. Sure, but I guess you're looking at it from as someone who doesn't do or has never done a lot of or like, serious hard drugs. Or this guy was a fucking a junkie. So I think it's different. He's kind of been there in his head. And I think he's like, I'm good. Maybe leveled out here. I don't need a mushroom trip. I don't want to go there again. Think I don't of the he, binge. You could go on. If you're Russell he, brand, you just, you just walk out the door one day. You could go for a year, like just top floor hotels, blow all your money. That could, ha- that could happen regardless of whether he does DMT or not. That could happen one day when he walks out and he almost gets hit by a car and he's like, holy shit, I could be dead right now. Fuck this. And boom, he's doing heroin again. Or he like, does mushrooms. Like, holy fuck, I'm not living my life. I'm having a drink. Or, Why do you or want, may, and, and maybe that's, that's the better way to be living. Why do you want Russell Brand to do drugs so bad? I don't, but I could absolutely tell that he wanted to. Yes. And it wasn't, it wasn't like a junkie wanting to do drugs. He genuinely wanted to experience these psychedelic trips. The guy is like searching for every natural way to have a DMT trip possible, except actually doing the DMT. Like, no, no, just do it, man. Just do it. You'll be good. It'll be cool. You, I'm, a, I'm a doctor. Ne- you've never done I DMT. Play one, I play and one on television. You've never struggled with heroin addiction. So I don't understand how you're saying this in any capacity. I I felt Have you ever struggled with addiction? I have all sorts of addictions. Whoa. I felt a way when Joe so described simple. it. No, again. no, but I mean, I have a whole lot. Look at me. Okay. I, I smoke cigarettes. I smoke weed. Like I have all sorts of addictions. I swear to God, I was like, there it is. Because when Joe says it's about love and connection, I'm like, that's what I said. Like, and I didn't hear you say like it's. I don't know how to describe it any other way. But the, see, here's someone just say it like, yeah, that's it. The Fabergé eggs or whatever the and, fucking and my and my point is, come on, no, there's no way you'd want to do he's it. He's doing Kundalini, Kundalusa, whatever it's called, Kundalisa rice yoga to Trying fucking to get, the, um, get high to try and get to this place. And he's like, "Well, the closest I felt is this." And the whole time, I'm just like, "Yeah, but you know, Joe can make you feel that in two seconds." He's got a jar full of it in the fucking back of maybe, the studio. Maybe they did it after it. And right now he's banging a hooker. Well, no, I, I, no, I just about to fly out to Monaco. I would be willing to put money that he would not. It would not be a relapse thing for him. The guy seems super fucking um, or unless it's just a big show. And he, you're right. He's just right on the edge all the time. I put him in the gym. I truly Harry think and he is right on the edge And if he wasn't so like far one way, he would be so far the other. I mean, maybe that, I, again, I, I don't know. But when he said, I can't kill an animal, you have to be able to kill an animal. Well, if you want to sub- survive the apocalypse, you better be willing to kill some animals. Can I get a witness? And like, some people. Well, and some people, Kamar. Let's hope he can live off the rats. But like, uh, let's hope he can. It's it's gonna be people coming to steal your rats, man. Yeah, he's suppressing something that's fucking fucking with them, man. Yeah, it's that's addiction. What it, that's what it seemed like. I'm telling you, listen. Think about how high fucking strung that guy is. You can tell that he probably used to do heroin and hard drugs to fucking level the fuck out. Like, I bet he did heroin and could just sit there and be like, "Yeah, do you know? I actually think." Uh, 
Liverpool might win tonight. Yeah, that, that's the closest to level he ever was. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, maybe. Like, I bet him on heroin was like a normal person having a conversation. Just like, oh, do you know what, mate? Maybe we go to the gym today. Maybe we check out the pub after. What do you think then? You know, just a normal... Whereas him not on heroin, he's just fucking like just a hundred miles an hour. Okay. And what about uh, Johan, the, our drug guy that we were listening to a couple months ago, who was talking about it's not, addiction is about when someone is like uh, needing something. It's, it's not the drugs or whatever, right? Like what is he? What is Russell Brand needing? Is like real purpose is hunting, like doing. He, and maybe with his, when he did the the ayahuasca trip, he it, would have that realization that the thing I am missing to make me level all the time is not drugs; it is killing deer. I hope it's not that extreme. I, but whatever. Do you understand? I, I, I'm doing the extremes. Do you understand? No, you are not extreming it at all, Kamar. Simon, you're so fucked right now. You're saying that if Russell Brand did DMT, he would turn around into fucking what's that hunter dude, Adam Greentree tomorrow? Like he's just living in the woods. Now that would be a funny show. Russell Brand as Adam Greentree, because that's that's his place out in the outback, just doing monologues into the. Uh, Do you know what, mate? Yeah. I really think I see a fucking elk in the yeah. distance. I'm that, going to go talk. To that's him. his play is to lead by example. That's yeah. how you can make a difference in his in the world. Well, I don't know what else you want me to do. I think of him like I, Bono, like put your money where your mouth is, dude. Like, that was yeah. so weird. Yeah, he makes a random statement and then says, yeah. "I don't know what you want me to yeah. do." I was like, "I don't want you yeah, to do anything, do man. Yeah, I want I you to make you statements have that have to do with the conversation we're having." <laughs> Fucking guy. Uh, but besides that, um, just staying in uh, context of this uh, episode, have either of you ever had a mentor? Or no. uh, fuck uh, out of definitely. Here. Have either of you ever been a manatee no, or a had mentee. a mentee? A manatee. A manatee. I've been both. I've had many mentors. That's from uh, Thirty Rock. What the mentor mentee thing? The manatee mento manatee. No, I don't remember yeah, that. It's so funny. But no, neither of you had neither. Yes, I have. Oh, I have. I come guess. on. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> he asked. He, he asked a question for which he's not even looking for a fucking answer. No, I heard your answer. Oh, you heard my. You answer said well. no. Go ahead, Kamar. Oh Please God. tell us all about well, it. You remember what a mentor at Rogers? Yes, I do. Yeah, I a mentor at Rogers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. was one of many mentors, and I have mentors in uh, military school for sure. And uh, maybe some mentors tree planting. Just people you stuck with for a year or two, just watch how they did something. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. They're yeah, just yeah. Not they're, necessarily clearly, like, they're just throwing the word mentor around willy nilly at a lot of wow. places. Well, no, one of his things, the first one he said, legitimate yeah, mentor. Yeah, yeah. The, the program was called a mentorship program. <laughs> yeah, I got you. The second one, what was the example you gave? I don't remember, but the third tree planting, I mean, I, he lost me at that point. Military school sounds like it might be a real mentor. Military thing. school, there were some teachers. definitely. Yeah, definite teachers and for sure um Not designated hard by the asses. state mentors, but... No, but mentors meaning like you had a um, goal that you were trying to reach and this person was aiding you in getting there. But sometimes you reach goals that you didn't know you were trying to reach and someone aids you to get right, there. Right, yeah, yeah. And they become your mentors. I yes, don't know. Yes, your mentos, your mementos. Mementos, for sure. Those momentous occasions. Sometimes mentors can be bad. It's such a positive thing. Yeah, I, I thought that was kind of weird, but he's a mentor of Joe. One paragraph. <laughs> and then they talk about Chappelle for fucking a long time, like you said. Well, and, and it just made me want, like every time he tells a Chappelle story... I just want to hear that story from Dave, you know? Yeah. 
that podcast could not happen sooner. It couldn't be long enough. Like it should be, it should be like a five hour podcast breaking all the rules. And, uh, do you know the worst? They'll do a two parter. Be careful what you wish for. Cause <laughs> where do you go after? Well, no, but what I was going to say is, you know what the worst part you is? Go back is to Alex Jones. Joe has the power and the clout to have like one of those HBO round table things where he has like the five best comedians. Like remember HBO did it a couple years ago where it was like Louie, Chris Rock. Yeah. It was when Louie got in trouble for making that for uh, saying, joke. Yeah, wasn't yeah, it? yeah. Um, that's my point though is Joe has the power to do that long form unedited, like have all of them, anyone. And I don't know why he doesn't. So Dave would go on to the HBO show, but he's just not going to waste his time on the Rogan show. Is that, or cause there's money to be made there. No, no, no. I don't, uh, I don't have a point. My point oh. is just, I don't know why Joe doesn't try to do more of those. Like he does the fight companions, but I don't know why he like, like I said, my favorite, one of my favorite episodes ever is Joey Diaz and Doug Stanhope on there together. And then my second favorite episode is the end of the world where it's all of them at the comedy store. But Joe could easily have in there like. So sorry, do you want him to do this on podcast or I would on like television? him to do this on podcast. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying is why doesn't he have a podcast with, first of all. Oh, with kind of like Opie and Anthony. With sure. The yeah. Four guys yeah. on there and uh, they that's have what, a guest. That, that's on. what the fight companion is. Yeah, but I'd I'd like him to do. I think more interchanging people. You know, uh, once a year, twice a year, have like Bill Burr, Joey Diaz, Doug Stanhope, and then some other fucking all star sitting there in those four. That would be in this day and age, Matt. They should be having. He should be doing an end of the world podcast every year, just in case. Hundred percent. What we do is, and then you could get your wish. Start up a podcast there. And just invite them all, like, and so and so's coming too, so you want to be here, <laughs> but not know that they're all getting the same. And then they all show up, do the like, podcast, no, have a great time. Nobody texts each other, like, they don't yeah. go to this thing. No, I'm just assuming yeah. it's going. I won't bother checking. And they all show up. None of them have, have like time. booking agents in Kamar's world. <laughs> Everyone here's was like, well, me, if he's going to it, I'll go to it. Let me ask you this Do you think Louie will be on this year? I do. I also believe so. I mean, Joe's on a huge, uh, you can't fucking rob people of their careers kick. So like he, he did it for Alex. It just Alex is Jones. I just think, was it this guy who said, Oh yeah, it was brand who said he loved that. That was like the best moment yeah. of, he agreed with Kamar best moment of podcasting ever was Alex. Jones. He, and when he was talking about his favorite parts of it, I was like, the oh, blood. Yeah, it was the a, blood. just, but when you, because have you, did you watch the cartoon of, uh, no, I haven't oh, seen you it, have no. to watch that. I will. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The cartoon is the greatest thing ever. Dude, and but it's that, good to watch those YouTube because the whole clear. clip is so funny because <laughs> Alex Jones going to the bathroom and then he, Joe's like, don't you have to go to the bathroom? I did. I don't have to go anymore. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you don't have to go anymore. Well, I went a little bit. And his face when it when it, he loses it on Diaz just goes like no on uh, on Eddie on did, Eddie Bravo Bravo. Yeah, who so. watched that one? Did both of you watch that? We watched it live. You did, eh? Yeah. Remember, I sent. I'm gonna have to go back and watch that again. I sent you that clip, Simon. Remember? Yeah, yeah. The I, blood, I, I Joe. So funny. Yeah, to hear him have the uh, fanboy for Alex Jones talents, like <laughs> it was really telling. But he doesn't like to do stand-up comedy like everyone else does. You know what I mean? It was, I thought it was very telling. He needs struggle. And so he, he's trying to push this thing. He feels like that could make his change. Yeah. But what he needs is to have to cut logs. or just. Oh, I was going to say what he needs is to have to have fight robots. 
He needs the robopocalypse to come to give him some meaning, some purpose, you know? He's doing fine. I don't get it. You guys are... But we don't have a chance. Anyways, they were talking about that robot. Here's a little subway for you. Um, That uh, Eater robot, E-T-A-R or whatever, that fuels itself with biological waste. So it'll kill you, then suck you up and use you as gas. Yeah. They already have the the robots to do it. Now they just need to be turned on sentiently. And okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's the algorithm is AI. Stop, 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 stop. I just want to say this. First of all, super fucked. I think we as humans are turning this into the Terminator thing. I, I don't believe that some human out there created a robot with the intention of it killing you and then living off, if it, no, no, you know what it's for. Me neither. Well, just, yeah, but it lives off biological waste. It's to clear the battlefield. It's to... (laughs) It's to... Ken is coming to kill me. It's to clear the battlefield. And then it doesn't have to be recharged because... As it clears the dead bodies, it just this is refuels so itself. No, I think first you missed, of all, it's there to clear a zombie bodies. Oh my well, god! Well, that too, maybe Kamar. Biological waste bodies. could be anything. It could be dead leaves. It could be feces. It could be. They could just be a robot. They're just saying a robot could go out there and live off. It could be. Okay. It could also be exactly what I said. Well, it's good to know Simon's going to be in the bunker in no fucking time. Oh, this was an interesting concept that they threw out, and then we can stop if you want. Um, but this was great. So what if there's already been the robo-apocalypse in humanity, in like ancient civilization, it's already happened, and that's why we can like, it's ingrained in us already the way it's ingrained in children to be scared of monsters in the closet because it's actually big cats outside is us knowing these, I can say, oh, that eater robot is going to destroy us at some point because we've already seen it all happen. So where's the robot that did it? Well, uh, with the aliens? Of course. Quick, quick, good answer, Simon. Great. Yeah, really, yeah. Always explains everything. (laughs) Really good loophole there. (laughs) Fuck. Fucking (laughs) asshole. Yeah. Yeah. You you do that in court. Yeah, Yeah, that's it. Objection. That's the Johnny Cock aliens. Aliens, Aliens, Your Honor. Nah, fuck. Case dismissed. Yeah, that's how you get off on everything. Uh, yeah, so I mean, Russell Brand's whole, I think his message was just have compassion for people and everything will be better. And uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, and I think it's a great message. Yeah. And I th- just think that he should fucking not deprive himself of something he wants to do. Mm-hmm. And no, I- no, he should deprive himself of some things, but not all things. Okay, great. Let's rate it. <laughs> and on that note. Go ahead, Cy, rate it. Uh, I'm going to give it a solid two. Kamar, we know well, where you're going. it was so great. <laughs> and I, I like him. He was honest. And they talked about the craft and stuff. And he taught me that it's not important to want to kill an animal, but it's important to be able to kill an animal. And the way he was someone like, couldn't do it, like, your family could starve then, man. Like, it's just, that's not an option to be. He could do it. Get the fuck out of here. It's no, he, man, man. Can you kill man? He said he couldn't. He couldn't kill an animal. Yeah, he yeah, said I know. he couldn't, so he but he definitely could, couldn't kill me. man. Anyway, oh, wow. Kamar, you give it a four. I give it a four. I thought it was a great one. Right. I give it a two and a half. So you give it a two and a half, and I gave it the... Uh, you give it a two. two. So just to go back for a second. So Kamar gave the first guy a... Four. The second guy a... Four. Oh, you just went four across the board. That's what okay. a four is. Yeah. No, I was just making sure yeah. that at least he lived up to that he end did. of the bargain. He did. Yeah. 
Okay. And I don't think we had such good discussions about guests with twos. Well, we made um, milkshakes out of molehills, but that's besides the point. But even the then, they're not that good. Wow, like that's that. not a saying. Uh, I just, it's pretty good, though. Milkshakes out of molehills? We just coined that on the JRE Holy podcast. Fuck, that's terrible. Okay. Um, that's terrible. My Esquire is fire. <laughs> Why are you playing anywhere this week? And consider uh, that this will probably go up on Spotify 10, oh, 10 fi- days later. Final thoughts on Russell Brand. Sorry, oh. Matt. Yeah, man. I, I like it. Oh, sorry. You, me no, first. he doesn't. He doesn't do it. You first. Uh, I feel like he's like he said he wants to do DMT and stuff. And yeah. Joe described it the same way I did. I was like, "Fuck yeah, that's it, bro. You, you would try it, man. And what happens happens." But uh, I, I don't want him to relapse, but I want him to have the experience. And yeah. I think everyone should have that experience. And that this is the earth changing thing. It'd be aliens or like what will it take for? What will it take to make Russell Brand do DMT? The well, zombie apocalypse. Or for what he foresees to come about, like as a, as a drastic change. But the second he started saying Marxism, he walked over himself and fucking lost yeah, it. Yeah, it's a, he he was he, he was a lot a lot to handle, but super nice guy. And I guess if more people like Russell Brand, the world would be a better place. There we go. Sorry, Matt. Now you can. Come on, are you playing anywhere this week? <laughs> no, no, no shows this week. Okay, Simon. I'm playing nowhere, Matthew. I'm <laughs> playing hopscotch in the street on this beautiful weather. Great, great stuff. Um, don't forget, you can follow us on Instagram, uh, JREE Podcast. You can email us, uh, Podcast at gmail.com. You can support us on Patreon if you felt like that's something you wanted to do. Uh, head over to www.patreon.com slash Podcast. Follow Kamar on Instagram at Kamar Babar. Wait a second. Uh, I will be at uh, Absolute comedy on the 29th that's next monday good we'd good. be recording right before it. good stuff okay. <laughs> maybe we'll maybe we'll come to the show maybe we'll come to the show kamara bar at uh, instagram uh check the patreon thank you everyone for your support i wasn't amazing. done i'm in oh, the middle so. of yeah you can follow me on instagram at floydy i look it up the date yeah i was a second let me do my fucking job okay pardon me jesus uh you can follow me on instagram at floydy f-l-o-y-d with five e's um send us some emails comments keep it coming uh tell us what you hate tell us what you love uh that's about it other than that stick around for the post show oh and we apologize for all the spotify bullshit we don't know what's what there we put it up on where we put it up and it goes on to spotify it's got an algorithm like instagram it appears so yeah sometimes it goes up the second it's supposed to and other times it goes sometimes up you get six it days later weeks for later. some reason i don't know if this sounds bad but when in doubt it'll always be on Podbean. yeah or, or it seems iTunes. to go on itunes it never right away misses yeah. on iTunes. but if you can't get itunes can yeah. you get itunes on any device i'm not oh sure. yeah and rate and uh, comment on itunes thanks so much guys yeah but uh we're we're sorry for the spotify stuff there's nothing we can do and they have absolutely terrible customer service they seem to get back to uh, customers more than they get back to providers. Anyway, I don't know if that makes sense. We're sorry. We apologize. Thanks for listening. Uh, stick around for the post, Joe, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks, guys. See ya.